show where you decide the topic from love chat for matt to the hate in your heart i can't believe it there are no limits you can be nice i love legends you can be mean i don't give a fuck or you can blow it all up every wednesday at nine it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe and now here they are matt christensen and blonde Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Hello, Blonde. Hi. I am nursing a fragile voice, so we're going to try to muscle through. It might not be the best listening you've ever heard, but hey, it's the Wednesday night show. You never so know who what cares? You, you never know what you're going to get. So uh, we will go as long as I can. I hope I can do the full hour and a half of calls, but if my voice goes out, Perhaps we'll have to call it short uh, short tonight. And then the other uh, piece of news I have is I, I've diagnosed what happened on Sunday's stream with yes. the connection issue. And there's good news and bad news. The good news is it's not my computer and it's not my internet, which is good. Uh, bad news, though, it's Restream, which is the service that takes the stream and sends it out to all three places where we're live. So it, <laughs> Restream accepts the stream, splits it to YouTube, Trovo, and DLive. And I've had luck testing different restream servers. So send yeah. it to a different server of theirs. Works fine. Send it to the one I usually use, which is in Seattle. You have some issues. So I think it's going to work fine given this different server. But if it continues to be finicky, I'll have to figure something else out and potentially only stream to YouTube if I do. I was able to stream for hours uninter- uninterrupted without any issue to direct to YouTube and Twitch. Uh, so, so it's not my connection. It's not my computer. It's not any of that stuff. It's, uh, it's restream. And as I was telling you, I got in touch with one of their chat agents, a nice young lady who told me to restart my router and restart my PC. And I said, no, no, it's, it's, it's your servers. What do you guys have any issues yeah, that you know yeah. about? Have you tried unplugging it? Yes, ma'am. I have. That was about as far <laughs> as I got. So I wasted an hour on that front. Hmm. But, uh, anyway, that's where we stand. Other than that, it'll be a normal call-in show tonight. You guys know the rules, but if you are unfamiliar, there are instructions in the YouTube description for how to participate. We'll take calls uh, in half-hour blocks. We'll pause every half hour to check in with Super Chat on YouTube, uh, Trovo, and DLive, as well as Tippy Stream. And then we'll take your email questions to close the show. Remember, the one and only place to send your email questions is through the contact page of the website, mattchristensenmedia.com slash contact. There's a call-in a call in show question form for you to use, and we'll respond to your written questions in the last segment of the show. All right. Yep. Emperor Care Bear 420 is up first. Emperor, are you there? Hello? Hello. What's on your mind? Uh... I kind of, I, I kind of instinctively called in without thinking of anything, <laughs> and then I actually, and okay. then I got first up. So well, now the pressure's but, on. You better perform. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, what's y'all's favorite argument for the existence of a god? Ooh, hmm. we talked that, about this uh, favorite argument or most convincing to us personally. Uh, I guess whichever. Well. We talked about this last week a little bit, but what did it for me was knowing that there had to be some some contrary force to the evil that exists. So hmm. that's how I came to religion. I was like, wow, 
There truly is a satanic force in this world. There must be a God also. To me, it's that there's some sort of inherent drive and purpose in human beings to survive, to prosper, to do these things that none of us really decide to do. We don't sit down and decide, oh, I'm going to I'm going to um, eat food to survive. I'm going to build a life for myself so my family can prosper. These are things that we're just kind of driven to do naturally. And it's not that those couldn't be the product of chance. I just the older I get, the less likely it seems to me that that is all randomized happenstance from some you know, some rocks that blew up or something like that, that there's, if, if the moral foundation of the world in which I operate is purpose and value of human life, it's not too far for me to, to think that someone yeah. or something gave it purpose and value. So that's, that's, yeah, where I stand that's right a good point. That. Yeah. And then, uh, once I started thinking about the big bang theory and how much supposition it takes on the part of the believer, I was like, this is retarded. Like creation makes more sense to me than this. <laughs> Life makes more sense within a Christian framework, I think. What, what about, about you? Sir? Yeah. Oh, um, uh, mine's probably the argument from degrees. Which, okay. Uh, what, enlighten me. So, like, it says that um, basically, uh, I'm not sure if I'll do it justice, but uh, basically, so you have you have these concepts like uh, uh, beauty or 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 honor and stuff like that. And you have to ask yourself, like, what is the most beautiful thing you can think of? And is it possible to conceive of it being more beautiful? If you can say more beautiful, then that means that, uh, that you can compare things to each other. And eventually you cannot have an infinite regression of more beautiful than something else. So you have to have a superlative of beauty and that superlative oh. of beauty must be God. Hmm. Ah, that's interesting. It sounds kind of yeah, okay. like Plato's forms, you know, like the perfect <clears throat> yeah. version of something. If you were to picture it, what would it look like? And could something be more perfect or I don't know. I, yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's a similar concept, but that's what it reminds me of. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, there is definitely, uh, idealism in, uh, Christian philosophy. Hmm. I Christian philosophy is kind of weird. It's, I guess that I guess that's what makes it so beautiful is in that it has so many different aspects. You have idealism, but then you also have uh, empiricism and all that stuff. It's it's just weird, but it's cool. Well, thank you for the thoughts, man. Uh, for not coming in prepared, you cer you certainly uh, swung for the fences on something with uh, a lot of depth. So I appreciate that. Oh no problem. You guys have a nice day. You as well. Thank you. Wait. Oh wait. Hold on. Uh, Sure. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, can I say this? Uh, Blonde, if you want to know about the morality of buying a foot in, in terms of Christian or in terms of Catholic morality, or, I'm sorry, a toe, you can, um, especially if Jimmy Aiken is online, I mean, on on air because he really loves weird questions, you can call into uh, Catholic Answers. Oh, really? And they, yeah, and they, they're really good at picking up. Like, if you call, like, right at five or something, you'll usually be. Like the first, uh, like either the first one or then like the top five of people going in. Okay. And, yeah, and and he's actually coming on tomorrow, so for both hours. Sweet, maybe maybe I should, because if if I can't uh, take it, then after I buy it, what am I going to do with it? You know, if they're like, no, it's unethical. Do we have an update on this front? You have not acquired no, it or purchased uh, it. 
they're only open two days a week, so it's been a bit difficult. But my okay. brother is going to go there, I think, on Saturday. All right. Well, thank you for the moral direction. I look forward to the updates in this story. Have a good night. You too. Bye. Bye. <clears throat> Maul is up next. Maul, you there? Maul? Yes, yes. Uh, can you hear me very well? Because I'm actually outside. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it might be a little spotty, <laughs> but we can try it. Okay, good. Thank you. Uh, so... Uh, so, uh, update with the Amazons, um, they decided that it would be a great idea, uh, one day to not require face masks if you're all fully vaccinated. And okay. Can you, can you remind to, me what uh, we talked about last time with Amazon? Just refresh my memory. Uh, so basically they pretty much required me, they were, they were required, like when the CDC came out with the whole mask mandate or the mm -hmm. mask mandate well you don't have to worry about wearing a mask if you're fully vaccinated um amazon decided ah we're just about to wait another two weeks and i'm just like are you serious so you mean to tell me that i got vaccinated so i could rip this damn mask off while i'm working that stuff so so you did actually you get, did vaccinated. get vaccinated you didn't you didn't uh, i did i did, fib about I did. I, I, okay yeah uh yeah i did yeah i did because i had to but like um the thing yeah. is, is that I wanted to, I wanted to, once I got this done, I was like, I'm, I don't want to wear a mask anymore. I'm sick of these masks because I hate it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, the only reason why I'm tolerating wearing a mask now is because I have to do to me working. But now that they put in this mandate, this is a perfect time for you to just stop wearing a mask if you're fully vaccinated. But now they, but then they said they have to wait until two weeks after. And then two weeks after you've been vaccinated. Now, well, two yeah, you have to wait two weeks after you're vaccinated. And you're before. in the clear now, or are you not? Yeah, I'm in the clear. I'm I've been in the clear. I've been in the clear for the long for the longest time. Okay, so you can take off the uh, mask, right? But you're you're just bummed oh, out for I'm, your fellow I, I'm worker. Taking or? Off the mask oh, I've taken off that mask before uh, all of this is going on. I, mm -hmm. I'm never. I honestly, wore, honestly, never wear the mask outside anyway. Mm -hmm. so I'm just like. I know. Outside. The only, <laughs> uh, the, uh, the, now, here's the thing. I will say that um, most of the time, whenever I go inside, uh, I just don't even bother taking the mask in, especially after Greg Abbott got rid of the mask mandate. Mm. I stopped wearing the mask most of the time. The only time that uh, is when they, when they require it. And even so then, you got gene therapy to appease a globo homo evil multinational corporation i got it i got it because i i got it because i wanted to not because anybody else told me. and they oh, still okay. by the way they still blue balled their employees too yeah After what a all surprise. That. yeah yeah they still oh yeah they still blue ball us yeah they really do unreal all right any it's, closing thoughts from you um uh well uh you heard about that uh this was uh the um the Elizabeth City person that got that Andrew ran, Brown. Uh, ran yeah. over, yeah, it's ridiculous. Like they're like, I, it's about uh, I'm about this. Uh, I'm getting really tired of the police now. I'm just like, you know what? Screw it. Get rid of all of them. Get rid of all of them. They won't uh, want it. Go ahead. Yeah, we got to let you go. But thank you, man. I appreciate it. I and good luck with Bezos. Don't let him win. 
uh, um, uh, pray for me. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, uh, one thing I definitely want to talk about on Sunday. Did you see the clip from George Floyd Square? where everyone's memorializing St. <laughs> Floyd. The drive-by shooting. <laughs> One so of the reporters funny. is legitimately talking about the Senate is confirming a, uh, or is considering a police reform bill. He's talking about how police reform should be our big response. Not just a drive-by. How many shots were fired? It sounded like 20. Several, it went on yeah. and on and on. Did you see that reporter that's like, like yeah. a white reporter like, Ed George Floyd. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and on the mask thing, uh, you've you've given me good mask advice in the past. Like you shouldn't wear a mask unless people force you to, which I think was a good standard. I've seen a few people still driving around in their cars alone with masks I, on. Should I no. point and laugh, or should I yeah. should I do something? Yeah. Do you I have a civic duty? Off. You should drive them <laughs> off the road. Should yeah. I point at them and slip? My yeah. throat like that? <laughs> do the old Ben Stiller and uh, yeah. Happy Gilmore. <laughs> you should do it. Yeah. You got to be. You got to be a special kind of indoctrinated man. To, I don't know. I yelp at people um, from my car sometimes. <laughs> my wife likes like, to do that too. Roll down the window. Like, and, yeah, roll down yeah. the window because there's nothing they can do. There's no recourse and you're not going to get into an altercation unless you come up to a red light. Yeah. So but, I like to be like, what are you doing here? Why are you even here? She loves doing that too. And I know one day it's going to get me in a fight. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So I'm going to have to defend your honor. It's not you <laughs> who's, whose ass is on the line. Anyway. Uh, Callan, up next. Callan, you're good to go if you're ready. Hey, how are you doing today? Hi. Oh, you know, right. getting uh, through it. <laughs> yeah, you sound a little uh, on, on, slightly under the weather, but you know, uh, not not too worse for wear. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's kind of borderline. You know, I I thought about canceling because I don't uh, like to make something that's unlistenable, but I don't think it's uh, quite unlistenable. So I was like, oh, I got to. No, go. no, no, you, you're fine. Uh, it kind of not that doesn't really relate, but <laughs> but uh, something I've been trying to get on to mention for a few weeks uh, has been I uh, I wanted to talk about I went to uh, things have changed a little bit now with the CDC changing their tune, but but a few weeks ago I uh, my cousin invited me to a Bible study to a church that uh, I, I'd gone I'd gone to a couple of their studies before, but uh, it was a different location. So this one was closer to Disney, and apparently they had a lot of Disney connections. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I thought, okay, nice uh, social event, get back out there. And uh, of course, uh, everyone was fully masked. Yeah. Uh, it was The room was not even that small, and there were only like maybe 35, 40 people there. Uh, but... And and I, I I walk in, and not wearing my mask, and they are immediately like, whoa 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 whoa, hey, hey wait, wait, uh, put that mask on, put that mask on. Uh, and so I, I I reached to my back pocket and pulled a stinky thing that I literally just use used to use uh, to run into Publix real quick, just so that I, you know, just 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 for a, a quick break, just so that if don't don't make anyone uncomfortable. And I'm like, all right, I got this. And of course, that's the immediate green light, even though. The, the the thing was all crumpled looking, and <laughs> you'd think one of them would have been like, you know, we we got newer ones. You could just... <laughs> nope, yeah, nope, really. That was, that was good enough for them. No. But what, that, and that wasn't even the worst of it. Then I I actually like to sing because that's what you go to worship night to do. You you mm-hmm. sing the worship songs, and I'm in the back corner uh, with the mask it mask off, singing to myself. And they got people. Two people came up poking behind my back. At two different points, 
demanding that I put the mask on. Poking, you mean they physically touched you? Yes. (gasps) Ah. I should have punched them in the face. (laughs) Uh, I I honestly, if if it were just me, I I would have definitely been more confrontational, but I was there with my cousin and his friend who I'm not as familiar with. With, And were these church uh, officials or just attendees? The, no, these were the people uh, running because yeah, this is like a one of those you know kind of Wednesday night youth events type thing. So okay. you so mean Protestant mostly... Protestant nonsense? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I guess you could sell, call it that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, pretty much. Uh, but yeah, so so they so these the they 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 felt very very strongly about uh, about me putting the mask on uh, while singing, even though everyone on stage was not wearing a mask. And was singing to their heart's content, which I'm like, I, I, this very much goes into kind of a ch- church discussion, but, uh, but the lots, lots of church music has made, been like there these days, they like to make it more like a concert. And it's like, that's yeah. not the point. It's corporate worship. Everyone is coming together to sing together. Mm. And that's why you choose songs that everyone can sing together. Protestant uh, nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But yeah, point is that uh, I, I was not going to let take that sitting down. So later that evening, uh, when when they had finished up, I I did go up to the the main pastor there, and I gave him a, quite a bit of good talking to. Uh, <laughs> uh, my my cousin eventually noticed me and was like, "Oh dear." <laughs> what did you say? Well, good for you. Were you aggressive uh, about I, it? Or I, what? I I I literally started by saying, "Is truth important to you? Is the truth important to you?" And he was like, "I care to elaborate." And so mm. I broke down. Uh, that if, if we're going to be uh, running things according to the truth, we need to be following the science. So science means looking at the actual effectiveness of these studies and the, and and everything that we have available to us, all the information yeah. to us, yeah. and showing that uh, the masks are arbitrary at best and not tapping on people's backs while they're trying to, <laughs> to worship <laughs> just because they're not wearing a mask. Well, when you're wanting to gather a bunch of young people together who are not as susceptible to this virus to sing together in and, a in a social setting and what did he say uh he he took a very deflective route like everyone has their own facts essentially he didn't say that straight up yeah, but that yeah, was correct. basically the tone he was giving me correct so why Every, are people every... poking you and forcing this shit on you <laughs> yeah. uh because it's it's respectful of others oh, you, you have to uh you, you, uh, people, we, we, we have the way we're doing things here. And, uh, and, and the reason why we have the mask mandate still is because uh, we, we're trying to follow uh, the, the, we're trying to follow the law. Uh, we're trying to respect our authorities and we're also trying to respect uh, uh, like, uh, yeah, they, well, they, I, I, I main thing I wanted to get out of them was when is this going to end? Because yeah, right. there and, is no and, end. And what's, what's the limiting they, principle on that? Are you going to have people kicking down your doors to stop your mm-hmm. worship if they deem it in violation of coronavirus rules? Or wh- when will yep. you stick up for yourself in the face of the authorities? Uh, how, yeah. how far does your respect for authority extend uh, into your own property in that way, into your own religious worship? Come on, man. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I really wanted to get out of him was, okay, so why? when is this going to end? Because it's you're just going to give me an arbitrary date. And he, the best he could give me was not, it wasn't an arbitrary date. It was the date, it was still arbitrary. It was three weeks after Disney's like required, I think something with Disney's required vaccinations, something like every, by that point, every Disney employee has to have proof of vaccination or something like that. I don't know if that's actually how 
crazy Disney's gotten, but if that's a, if that's the case, that's nuts. But either way, it was something to do with Disney's rules because since they do a lot of work with with Disney World, since they're right in the area, uh, they uh, they wanted to uh, make sure that everyone who might be connected with Disney has three weeks uh, to get vaccinated, <laughs> and then or 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 beyond that window, and then and then do it. And so I should have asked why three weeks, but. My cousin was coming up and being like, "Yeah, we're gonna have to talk with my uh, talk with my friend about uh, anger." Would you <laughs> or something oh like that? Oh my god! <laughs> he was he was trying to be funny and lighthearted. Yeah. I I but uh, but yeah no I I I, ended, I, st- I said but I I ended it too. I, you, I tell you that with his message talking about um, uh, anger I uh, anger and uh, a lot of different things. I said, uh, well, yeah, you also talked about idolatry and these masks have become an idol. So, uh, yes, yes, they yeah. have. I was just talking to my friend about this today. Mm-hmm. And yeah, cool. I, I, the worst thing I probably did was just go on to get a bit emotional about my great grandmother who died a few weeks ago, completely unrelated, but she spent the last year of her life, uh, wearing the mask and not seeing her family very much. I'm sorry That's to so hear sad. that. There, there are yeah. a lot of and, cases like that where we've put, older people in absolute isolation and misery under the premise of keeping them safe. And what do we end up doing? I don't, and I don't know if this was the case for your great grandma. I, I hope it wasn't, but in a lot of cases we've, we've actually ruined the the final year of life for someone of yeah, advanced she age. She had no idea. It, it was, yeah. it was a snap all of her, because she's been pretty healthy for most of her late life, but, but it was a snap that a couple different things, uh, she had like water filling up her lungs. She knew she only had a few months and then all of a sudden she had a stroke. And within a few days, she was gone, and it Man. was very sad. But like, and I, and the whole time I was thinking, I mean, because I'm thinking very practically about this, I was really sad for my grandmother, obviously. But I'm thinking, I, I, she's one of the most conservative people I know, and yet she spent the last year of her life not even vis- spending much time with her family. The one time she, we did see her. She was wearing the mask the whole time, sitting to yeah. herself, pretty much. Yeah, it's, 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 I'm uh, sure that if she knew what was going to happen, she would have just chosen to take the risk. Yeah, probably. Well, thank uh, you but, for sharing the story, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm pushing my time, but I appreciate it. Uh, have a great night. Yeah, you, you have a good one too. Take care. All right, Marie is up next. Marie, you're good to go if you're ready. Hey guys. Hey Marie. So I. Finally moved to the state of Florida. All right. Congratulations. You like it? It's been amazing. I haven't worn a mask except for once since being here. Remind me where you came from. Was it New England or somewhere else? uh, Massachusetts. Right. Okay. And it was like a small town, right? Uh, Yeah. We live in a city now, so it's definitely a little bit of a change, but I am loving it. Was it your whole family? I can't remember. Yeah, it's a good amount of us. Um, eventually, my whole family will pretty much be down here. My my mom and 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 dad are kind of looking at places down here, so that'll nice. be awesome. So, what makes it so much better? What I, I can guess, but in concrete terms, how is life better there than it was in Massachusetts? Uh, people are just happier down here. People mm. are just kind of living life and like. You know, I mean, I've heard everyone said like, oh, they'll shame you if you wear a mask and shame you if you don't. That's kind of what a few people have said with us moving here. And I'm like, I haven't worn one and I haven't really had too many dirty looks. It it was a little sketchy at first just for uh, we've been forced to wear one for jobs and whatnot for the last, you know, year. So it's been 
it, at first it's like you have to like talk yourself out of the brainwashing which yeah. is kind of crazy but... i swear there's something to it people still wearing masks around town i wish i had what what's up like a protractor from geometry class because i want to measure the angles of their eyebrows because they still look like they have angry npc eyebrows every single one i see them can't see their mouth obviously but it looks like they're still pissed off behind their mask and i just wonder is there is there something to that does the mask give you resting bitch face or some variant of that it just seems yeah, like they're unhappy i, I don't just they look angry to me well the funnier ones to me it's not the ones actually wearing them and wearing them seriously because hey all power to you if you yeah. if it makes you feel better go right ahead nah. my problem is the ones that are wearing it and they're wearing it incorrectly and it's like well yeah. who are you trying to prove this to like, yeah, i don't real. care you obviously don't care so like why are you even bothering my bother in the first place? yeah yeah I got but the strategy back when, when you never knew who those, was going to, which is funny. I, oh, I definitely did it throughout when this was all way more required and expected and all that. I would just have the stupid buff neck gator and it would be around my neck. And <laughs> oh, if someone yeah. gave me a hard time, I'll pull it up over my nose and walk five feet away and take it Fine. down again. That was kind of the strategy, but you don't really have to do that anymore. Most places. No, no, especially, I mean, Massachusetts is so small. People don't really talk about it too much on the grand scale of all the COVID restrictions but they were pretty up there with the highest restrictions he actually is just now rolling back stuff i want to say this weekend maybe and it's like even after california like it was yeah they were more open than we were at some point so it was just kind of it's it's been nuts but i'm just happy to be out of there and starting work and just getting settled in our new place it's been it's been awesome yeah that's great anyone that's like ready to leave just do it. Just yeah. go for it. It's it's so worth it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. Matt on the baby. Oh, and, thanks. Uh, good luck to your wife, and uh, I will talk to you guys again next time. I won't take appreciate up too much it. Yeah. Too... Congrats to your family and yeah. enjoy uh, enjoy right. Florida. Thank you very much. I'm talk right. to you guys next time. Bye bye. Billy is up next. Billy. 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 That's such a wholesome name. It is a good name. Let's see if we can... Well, uh, let's try Sandro. Sandro. Sandro, are you there? Yep. All right. What's on your mind? Well, uh, actually, uh, I thought I'd... A couple weeks back, you guys are... What, I think, Matt, you had the question of um, why someone would... Uh, want to be a police officer in the uh, current climate. Oh yeah, and, uh, sure. About a month ago, I, uh, I finished a police academy and wow. uh, passed my uh, post test. So I'm about to find out. Um, Can I, so, you don't have a job in a specific city yet or do you? I, I do. I was a sponsored. Uh, Can you, sponsored are you comfortable candidate. sharing or if not, could you, could you tell me urban or rural or like describe it? Uh, more urban than rural, but okay. it's going to cover. It's going to cover a couple areas. Um, I mean, how urban are we talking? Well, it's a uh, middle of America, Rockies area. So oh, okay. Well, that. there's. I mean, there's still some <laughs> spots where I would definitely hesitate to be a cop. Yeah, but yeah. no one jogs out there. <laughs> I don't know about that. Fewer joggers. We have. Yeah. Uh, we have prairie joggers around this part of the country. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, 
Okay, so so you decided to go through the academy. How long is the academy? What's how far into this are you? So I uh, I started back in January. Um, so the academy for me was nineteen weeks, uh, and then the field training officer process is another four months after that, um, and then you're on probation for another year after that. So in order to be a full uh, a full peace officer, you've got to be on for about two years. Um, it's a constant learning experience there. But uh, what I what I kind of wanted to talk about there is what kind of brought me to that path. Sure. Um, yeah. The uh, so about three years ago now, um, I uh, I got in my degree criminal justice, wanted to be a cop, the whole thing, and uh, I hit a wall. I couldn't get in anywhere. I was having a lot of difficulty there. Um, so I decided to spend a while volunteering as a victim advocate, um, which is exactly what the name implies. You kind of walk victims through the criminal justice process because, frankly, nobody else will. And, you know, it's the whole process is kind of labyrinthine to people who've never, never worked through it before. So I was doing that and uh, I ended up uh, in one night dealing with two cases where I had to call and talk to the families of uh, child sex abuse. Oh. And uh, it, I, I, was, I was sitting there on the phone. Um, I remember it was about, I don't know, 2, 3 a.m. in the morning. Um, and I'm talking to the, this dad. And I'm just, and he's, he's probably, he's, he's in about as good mental space as I am at that point. And I'm trying, I'm trying to help him out and talk him through it and he's there talking to me and saying don't worry i'm not going to do anything bad i'm not going to pick up a gun or anything and all i can think is why the hell not yeah Um, so i kind of just the the what it came to came to me there is that um i'm not wired to let bad people do bad things i just Mm -hmm. feel the need to do everything i can to stop that um and i think I think that's true for for a lot of people uh, in the you know in the law enforcement world. Um, they did not make it easy on us for the academy. Uh, they they did generally. I think the first four or five weeks was well. I haven't been to boot camp, but it's it, it felt pretty similar to what I imagined boot camp to have been. Um, lots of shouting, lots of yelling. Nothing <laughs> mm-hmm. we did was right. Yeah, um, you know they're trying to break you at that point. So. Hmm. Um, People who stick it in, at least around here, they they want to be cops and they want to they want to help people. Yeah, I well, find good. that most cops are good. You know, I'm not buying any of this, but you know, some cops are dicks. That is definitely I, true, and I understand why. Oh yeah, yeah. You run into well, the problem of the alpha male personality. That yeah, if you know, people are going to lie to you. People are going to you're you're going to pull somebody over, or you're going to stop somebody. And there's going to be a gun in their waistband and they're going to look you dead in the eye and say, yeah, there's nothing there. No, that's, mm-hmm. that's just my shirt. Yeah. And you've got to be enough of a forward, you know, leaning hard ass to say, no, I know I'm right. And you're full of shit and I'm going to call you on it regardless. And, yeah. You know, it takes a, it takes a personality that has its share of assholes. Well, yeah, there are, there are bad people in the world intent on doing bad things. That's just a reality of it. And we will and do need people to stop them. 
And uh, that's why I'm grateful that guys like you are still willing to do it. And uh, I I appreciate the insight on what the program looks like. And I wish you all the best as you uh, get into hopefully a career path here, if that's what you want to do. That's the hope. We'll, uh, We'll see how it goes. All right. We'll keep us updated. Thank you, man. Thanks. Okay. We are due for a break. Get my tippy stream opened up here otherwise uh thanks to miss mofo bellevie swinecraft over on d live for supporting the show uh we got all kinds of spells being cast on trovo darth jones issue uh let's see decurza swinecraft appreciate it guys thank you issue says washington just released some new regulations that would allow business to require employees to get vaccinated get the jab or you can't shop work travel etc sounds pretty fascist to me yeah we're uh we're headed down these paths soon and as well as uh, mike hawk 420 blazing over on travel appreciate you as well we're definitely heading down these paths soon i was reading a whole article about what international vaccine passports are going to look like if you want to travel yeah. internationally again which uh guess i won't I would like to, but guess I will not, if that is the requirement. Not the good kind of fascism, anyway. <laughs> the, the true fascism has never been tried. We know that. It's, it it's, hasn't. It's been pretty close a couple times. <laughs> I'm just saying, maybe there's something to it. Um. Well, the best I can say, as we've talked about many times, if you have to go fascist, I'd at least like truth-based fascism than fantasy-based fascism. Yeah. However... Nobody really has a pure monopoly over the truth either. Everyone gets into their own nonsense a little bit. So, do you know what the birth rates were in Nazi Germany? <laughs> better, they're certainly better than they are right now. You know, actually, that was one of the things that uh, people had predicted a recovering birth rate because of coronavirus. Like everyone stayed home and banged, I guess was the theory. No, but nobody went out and met people. Right. So the birth rate actually continued declining in 2020. It has yeah, not recovered. Yeah, it's, it's going to take a while. People are also weird now. And there's a huge division between all these women that are COVIDiots and all these dudes that are like, uh. Well, and you got, you got bitches, not just women, actually men too. (laughs) You got bitches. (laughs) Wearing masks in their online dating profile pictures. What are you doing? What are you you talking about? Like vaccine mandatory nonsense. Like it was annoying enough X amount of years ago when we were trying to do this for me. Now it'd be impossible. I I wouldn't even bother. I'm, I'm not dealing with that. But you know that there are some chicks that are wearing masks, but are like banging on the first Tinder date too. Yes. Oh, a hundred percent. Which makes total sense. Yeah. Um, Holden Mulray. Hi, Truth Seekers. Have you been following the Silver Squeeze? God bless. Not very closely. And I don't quite understand it, but I believe this is another attempt to get prices up. I don't know. Hmm. I'm not heavily invested in silver, so. I'm looking to get into the precious metals game a little bit and without disclosing too much and of course not giving financial advice i am the least interested in holding u.s dollars of all assets so anywhere else i can put it without putting everything i have at the mercy of uh, elon musk and crypto would be i know what an asshole right yeah um, he needs to shut the hell up and then he he pumped bitcoin again this week and it recovered a little bit it's at 40 yeah still so, though i don't but, know i don't know what to tell people i'm i'm heavily leveraged in real estate over leverage mm. in real estate. So I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Mm. Um, Eric Burns, Mar, shame on John Cena. That's how you say his name, right? Senna? Yeah. John Cena. Cena. 
for bending the knee to China, people who put pro- uh, profits over principles disgust me seriously, LeBron, or sincerely, LeBron. Um, I know it, would, it was disappointing, but not surprising. And it's, it's not like he said Chinese or China is a shithole communist country, which yeah. you should be able to say. He said Taiwan is a country. It's that was his said, great yeah. crime. And then he issued an apology in Mandarin. Yeah, that was weak. I thought it'd be fun to uh, subtitle that, though, because he spoke in Chinese. There's <laughs> opportunity a giant for pussy. Yeah, subtitle comedy. David Blackstone, um, John Cena is the absolute worst example of sucking up to China we've seen in a long while. That the is only weird. thing comparable I've seen is the NBA overall. The NBA yeah. bends over for China more than anybody. Dale Jones, I heard that if you take the vaccine, you can lose the your life insurance. Have you heard this? No. Not that I'm aware of. I have no idea. But that would kind of surprise me if that was true. But it could be. We're good. Sorry. I'm not getting very much sleep. Bringing the energy. <laughs> My All right. baby is just keeping me up. I'm hmm. so tired. I got just a couple on Tippy Stream. We'll hop back into the calls. Uh, long done. Oh, no. That was from last time. Bocephus <laughs> says, uh, Matt and Blonde just wanted to know if you could do a review of the Nick versus Robert Barnes debate that happened yesterday. Nick did a pretty good or Nick did pretty good. And I handicap him a wiki for taking on a lawyer. Uh, Barnes seemed to be pretty boomer con when pressed. I've not seen the debate. My understanding is they debated, I guess, American support for Israel, I think was the nature of the debate. I don't think it was the conflict. It It was Barnes and Nick uh, Fuentes. No freaking way. Yeah. I think it was only on, was it only on InfoWars or where did they put I, – I don't know exactly where this is, but it is out there. I got to um, listen to this ASAP. Um, and, will somebody shoot me a link in yeah. my email? As far as I understand, it wasn't like uh, Israel-Palestine generally. It was specifically American support for Israel I think was the, the nature of the debate. Oh. But I don't know. I have not heard it. Anyway, uh, let's hop back into the calls. Billy will try him again. Billy, you there? I'm up. Oh, there I am. Billy. What's on your mind? You hear me yep. now? Yes, sir. Oh, thank God. I'm sorry. That was my fault. That's all right. We got you now. <laughs> How y'all doing tonight? Doing okay. Oh, all right. I've been waiting about four or five years to get on this show. I can never get to the top of the list. Well, I'm glad you made it. So, I know. I'm glad to finally talk to y'all. Anyway, uh, God, I don't know where to start, but I'll just I'll just flat out say it. First of all, I have a baby due around the same time as you, Matt. So congratulations! I'm glad I wasn't the only one. Is oh, it your you, first sir. kid, or have you had a kid? Yes, before? first kid. No, wow, been my first. Yeah, congratulations, boy, as well. Thank you, sir. Excellent. Uh, yes, sir. All right, that that's that's really cool. How you feeling? Uh, I assume if you're at about the the place that we are, you know, you're, she's starting to show pretty obviously. I would assume and. You can feel that uh, that little kid kicking a lot more and all that. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. She she loves her little island, the bed. So yeah. you know, you can't yeah. get off the bed. But yeah. uh, but but it's fine. I I, it, I was shocked when it happened because I was like, I don't want to have a baby in this environment. <laughs> so, mm. Oh, God had other plans. Uh, uh, no, it's okay. I'll be fine. No big deal. I don't know. If you're, uh, if you're like me, you get cracked into shape really quick where you're like, holy shit, there's 50 different things I need to do. And all of a sudden I have this uh, overarching purpose that is kind of the focal point of everything that, that I do. You know what I like? I, I feel bad for sitting around and playing video games or something because there's things I need to get done. And I don't know. Yeah, I but have there a, is no preparing for it. Well, it's just. Yeah, it, like, my dad's always said, when are you ready? 
Yeah. yeah. It's provided a whip to crack me that didn't exist previously. And I think that's a good thing. Yeah. That's no, a weird a way thing. to phrase I... it, but you get what I'm saying. But it's no, going to be a shock to you no matter how you prepare. You yeah. so-called prepare. Yeah. Oh, it's uh. I was sitting there like sometimes I'd be thinking, I was like, I get my act together. Maybe I do yeah. need a kid. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm 36 years old. I'm like first one. Yeah. So I was just like, I was like, I felt a little old. But anyway, uh, God, I'm trying to figure out where to start because uh, Blonde's probably going to kill me what I'm about to say. Uh-oh. <laughs> so it's but okay. I liked I don't you so care. much. Okay, go ahead. You did so much. I know. I know. But it's a personal problem over the recent events politically that has made me question my decisions of of what I, you know, what I married into. I'll just put Ooh. it to you like that. So, and, you know, I just thought I'd just voice it here and what it's done to me. I live in Atlanta, Georgia, so I've seen everything. I've traveled a lot. I've lived in bad neighborhoods, good neighborhoods. So, you know. I'll just put it to you like this. My wife is a black woman. She is a Trump supporter. She ain't any mm-hmm. on that BLM bullshit, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> but due to recent events, and this is something that, as I used to be kind of, I probably would have been sucked into the BLM thing if it wasn't for me moving into the hood around 2010. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when I saw what I've seen go down on there and everything had, you know, is like, you weren't going to fool me. I knew people that went go down there that talked to me about during Michael Brown going, I just want to go get some free shoes. And I'm like, dude, don't go down there. I've talked to a few people out of looting down in Atlanta during the Michael Brown thing. They were and, looting uh, in Atlanta. Damn. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I talked one guy out of it. I was like, you don't need to be down there. This ain't about you. I was just like, you can get hurt. You know, I just genuinely care about people. But anyway, my thing was, is this like due the due to the racial tensions, and now I'm just like a lot of my friends that would used to be pretty. I would consider, you know, they would date anybody, but man, they strictly are like, they feel like they have to preserve their, you know, white identity. And hmm. I'm like looking at it, and I'm like I can't blame you. And like you know, looking on it now, I'm just like, I love my wife to death. I want it change anything in the world but sometimes i think back and this is how bad blm and you know the politics are fucked with my head part of my language is like i'm like wondering like what the hell did i do you know what i mean i hope you i don't know if wow. you can understand it it's no, just I messed gotcha. with me. I, I hear you I, it I messes mean... with my it messes with my head but it's just like well i kind of did it to myself if you only could see into the future you know what i mean yeah, but you made the choices that you made, and you're having a kid now, so there's no looking back. No, 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 no. Oh, no. Yeah, it it sounds like you're happy, it. too. It, uh, you're not yeah. expressing regret, I don't think. It seems like no, you're happy. No. no, it's just like, you know, it's just some. I know people, I know like her, she's not really on that BLM stuff and everything. You know, she's pretty, she's very religious. She's a deacon's daughter, and hmm. like, you know, she's very involved in the church and stuff. Yeah. And like, but, you know, it's just like one of the things it's like, you know, if I come around her family, we don't agree. And I told my wife, I won't bend the knee if this stuff comes up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah. that I think that's true no matter what. And that's a conversation that we had, which is like, uh, sit down and talk about what marriage means. You kind of understand what it means implicitly, but it means you are a team no matter what, including yeah. right. if, if any family member or friend tries to insert him or herself in between husband right, and right. wife, that doesn't happen. And yeah. it means that you got to be on your wife's team, even if your family were to go after her for some reason, you know, it's uh Oh, I, I dealt with adversity with it and like, yeah. and everything like that in the past. It's, and you know, and, and you embrace it. It's fine. I don't, but the thing is, I just, 
I don't embrace that black supremacist victimhood mentality. Mm -hmm. I hold everyone to the same standards and personal responsibility, just like you hold me to. So yeah. if you say anything about my, you know, anything about white people, I'm going to hold you to the same standards as you hold white people to quit putting me on a pedestal. Yeah. So. I mean, don't let her family poison her mind. No, no, no. You. Her dad's great. Her mom's great. Her mom's a Trump voter too. Okay. So like she, she's not even on that. She's not even on that. And, yeah. um, well, that's good. That's so encouraging. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, you look what the politicization and then it's like, I got to go to a family reunion with them next year. And it's just like, they tell me they're going to do like a Wakanda day or something. I'm like, Christina, oh, I, I was like, Christina, I really don't want to be around this. And she's just like, why? I was just like, man, I was just like, ah, it's not that. I was just like, this is, I already know the mindset if they're planning that. And I was just like, it's just awkward. I just don't want to be around it. And we kind of, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll go. Yeah. But, you know, I'll go, I'll go fishing or something. I don't care. It's down in Florida. So I was like, I'll go down there and do that. But I don't want to be no part of it. She it's, just knows uh, how I am. Yeah. This is it, fascinating. This is a fascinating call. That, it, I know, I'm sorry. I don't mean to get no, on no, a tangent. I've been. I, I can no, relate to some of that, yeah. that stuff too. I can't talk about specific details obviously but i've been in family situations where some some member of you know some extended family member learns that i'm into politics or whatever or i talk politics oh you're into politics what do you think about my preferred leftist agenda item yeah. <laughs> to be like uh, yeah, yeah that's really cool sure i'm gonna vote for elizabeth warren great plan all right oh, nice God. to meet you you just kind of have to well, you just kind of have to go with it you know it, it kind of makes my brother's head explode because he's like, because he's like a leftist BLM. But the thing is with my brother is he's never left his comfort zone. He always stayed in the same suburb area. Mm -hmm. I go, dude, I was like, I knew guys that ran to my house when I was living in Atlanta because their house was getting shot up for help. I was just like, you, I was like, until you experience that, I was like, don't come to me about BLM and all this stuff because I yeah. see how they treat each other. I, I don't mean to get on in that, but my point is it's made me. It's it's that politicization of everything you turn on anything. It's made me be like, damn, I kind of wish I could, you know, you know, it's like it's like I don't want to have these kind of thoughts where it's just like I can I can maybe I was like, I should have preserved my race. It's kind of messed mm. up that it's thoughts I never thought I'd have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, but the only thing you can do now is no, no, no. no. Oh, I got to own up. No, I hear you. I'm, up to I'm... it. <laughs> I'm not saying that, you know, you're not entitled to the way you feel about it, but it is kind of a wasted emotion, you know? Oh, it is. I just thought I'd, I, I thought I'd bring the conversation to y'all show as it's like, I thought it was an interesting yeah. topic. It is really interesting. Yeah. Some people that are probably going through what I'm going through that are in this kind of relationship. You know, I know my wife's cool and I can, anything you say, I say anything you could, she could be on here. You can say whatever you want to her. She would not be offended. She probably agree with you on a lot of things. Yeah. So, you know, so she's heard me voice this and I can voice this like, ah, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, thank you, Billy, for calling in. It's uh, then thanks for sharing your story. And thanks for your yeah. patience as well. Trying to get into the show. It's been years. I mean, I had other things I wanted to talk about, but I thought I know you got other callers waiting and sure. I don't want to hold y'all up. Another time. Another time. Next time, Billy. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes, ma'am. And if I if I don't uh, speak with you in the interim, uh, congrats on the baby boy. And yeah. uh, oh, by the way, Matt, we did talk uh, via email about four years ago. 
Okay. Huh. Great. Yeah, I I tried emailing you again on that same email address, but it was obviously uh, not an email address anymore. So you can read it yourself and bring it up instead of me calling in. So um, most thought- of my email addresses are still active. It's just yeah, maybe it got you know. I have the one that I use eh. for my like YouTube stuff, and so maybe it got lost somewhere on the internet. Nah, it's okay. I don't care. It's all good. Thank- I got on here, and it's it's over. <laughs> Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Bye. Y'all have a good night. See ya. All right, Orwell's ghost is up next. Yeah, that's 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 a uh, not a call you hear often. Orwell's ghost, you there? Yeah, what's going on, guys? Uh, doing well. How are you? Good, Matt. How's your voice? Uh, I'm I'm powering through. I it's I think I'll make it through the rest of the show, but I'm starting to feel it a little bit too. So I'll probably have to hack and cough a little bit. You might hear it, but oh. the stream won't. Don't worry. No, that's okay. My my wife and I went to get the fucking jab today. So oh it's, wow, it's it's it, yeah, it's it's all good. Uh, it's it, we we just we just made kind of a couple's decision where we were like. She was like, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and do it. And I was like, well, if she's going to do it. I might as well do it too. And I thought about it for a long time. I was talking to some of the guys in the, in the, in the call and waiting room. I was like, since I've been in the military, I've been whacked with so many different fucking inoculations. What's another one. I really don't care. Like I, 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 I know that's terrible, but you know, it, well, you're entitled to your own decision-making. I, I really don't. Yeah, I don't. I have no problem with people who make whatever decision they want. I only have a problem with people right. who try to uh, coerce me. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's. I mean, yeah, it, it 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 is what it is. I, I I really don't. I really don't care that much. If I die, I just blame my wife. So, you know, <laughs> what, what, yeah. It, yeah. Well, didn't, it's, it's uh, whatever. But I I forget. Didn't you guys get married really recently, or was it the wedding upcoming? Remind me. Yeah, yeah, it was a couple. It was a couple months ago. It, okay. It, it, yeah, I don't think I've talked to you guys since. Yeah, it, it it turned out really well. Everything everything went very, everything went very very nicely, and um, uh, we didn't get to have a rehearsal dinner for logistical reasons or right. a, a rehearsal. So, uh, everything like everything kind of flew. We flew by the seat of our pants, and we made it through it. And I remember thinking to myself. You know what? I've seen like a thousand weddings. I, I know how they go, so I'm just going to go through the motions. <laughs> it's it's whatever. And and it was funny because my wife we got we got married at a uh, we got married at a base chapel on one of the military installations, and my wife was the only person. So her family came in like a little caravan or whatever, and uh, they came in like you know one of those nice big like Ford auto buses or whatever, and. She was the only one. I think she and her mom were the only ones who forgot their IDs. And so she was freaking out like really, really bad. She's like, oh, my gosh, like I'm like just losing it. I, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to get on base. Like we're, we're, we're going to miss our wedding, blah, blah, blah. And I was like and, and later on, I just thought I was like, you know, sweetheart, it's fine. Like I wasn't going anywhere. I would have waited for you. Like I didn't yeah. have anything else going on that day. So yeah. it's, 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 it's all good. But yeah, it was a funny, it, it, it was a fun situation, but we're, uh, we're pretty excited. We, we got, um, uh, we're pretty sure we're going to find a house like next week. Um, uh, it's like our first house that we're going to buy together. And oh, that's sweet and romantic. Yeah. 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 We're, yeah, we're pretty excited about that and, you know, fun adventure to, uh, to the very nascent marriage and um 
yeah, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. But uh, I don't even I don't even know if I was going to talk about shit. I was going to talk about I was going to talk about how I hate that I hate that there are so many retards, you know, talking about about Israeli apartheid. That I hate them because I have to agree with Ben Shapiro. But I just figured I'd talk about fun <laughs> stuff about my about fun stuff about my my family. But yeah, no, I I, I you chose correctly. Yeah, well, I've been I've been listening to a lot more Legal Man and yes. a lot more of like of like of uh, Black Pilled. And one of the things that I think Legal Man doesn't put enough emphasis on is the white. I, and I think this is kind of a white pill is even at the lowest level. I mean, like. There are sheriffs who will tell the federal government to go fuck off. There really are. Um, we had one in my hometown. My hometown has a military installation. There was a soldier who got in trouble for some shit out in town. Uh, like Army CID tried to pull him, tried to pull him on base. This was a couple of years back. I, I like I wasn't even aware of it until I read about it very recently. Army CID tried to pull him out of the civilian jail. The sheriff told him to go fuck off. They tried to get NCIS and then later on the FBI involved, and the sheriff told him to fuck off. And and they couldn't do anything because, I mean, he committed a crime in a civilian yeah. court. Yeah. They couldn't do shit. And and so so they came. I mean, they came through. I mean, they and they heart like they came on with the weight too. they brought in like a writ. They brought in a couple of subpoenas and the sheriff just told them to go fuck themselves. <laughs> yeah. You got a lot of states passing and, laws prohibiting it, too. We're doing that in Montana. A lot of states are uh, local local law enforcement is prohibited from assisting federal gun uh for the atf basically with gun law enforcement at least at the federal level really a lot of states doing that second amendment sanctuary mm -hmm. stuff yeah my hometown my hometown is split i think it's like i think it's one over republican and i think it's like a 16 seat like city council or a 17 seat city council it's like one over republican but they voted to be a second amendment sanctuary city and i think a first amendment also and they only had one one opposed. So the Democrats were all on board with it too. Um and and wow. Blonde will love this. It's it was a it was literally a fat fucking pink haired lesbian communist who like who was who was opposed who was opposed to guns. She was opposed to it. But the rest of them, like black, white, whatever, they were like, No, you're fucking crazy. We're we're making the Second Amendment like fully enshrined in this town. So you Good. can go fuck off and go go teach your <laughs> college class. <laughs> all right man well congrats on the marriage and the house and uh yep. all the things going well for you and um we'll catch you next time all right sweet appreciate it. you guys take care you too have a good night all right bye did you see any of uh speaking of the atf and second amendment issues you see any of david chipman's hearing before the senate committee today no oh, i imagine we'll get into that a little bit on sunday i didn't even That's know that was happening what transpired at some level, I respect someone who does not hide their opinions in any way. Ooh. But he, he he played all the greatest hits. Yes, I support banning AR-15s. Yes, uh, gun-owning, uh, law-abiding citizens are inherently a risk. Uh, assault weapons are any semi-auto rifle with, that, that accepts a detachable magazine. I mean, he... he was openly insane about a whole bunch, a whole range of issues... And as ridiculous as the things that he was saying were, <laughs> I kind of respected him at not hiding it in a way. Yeah, I but guess. that Fine. said, if a single republic in a per in a better country, this guy would get zero votes for confirmation. If there's any so-called conservative constitutionalist 
libertarian, whatever you want to call yourself, non-leftist who votes to confirm this guy, it's a disgrace. Like This guy is fundamentally un-American in his uh, view on the issue. Well, most people uh, in politics are these days. It's probably true. All right. Uh, Ovid is up next. Ovid, you there? Yes. Hello. What's Hi. on your mind? Um, okay. So I wanted to talk. Um, well, since Matt, since your voice is a little shaky today, this is a question focused towards blonde. And <laughs> sure. um, maybe something, you know, she could get uh, Robin to con- comment on too in the next motherland when it comes out in uh crap what year is it <laughs> i know <laughs> Maybe 2020. I know. um so modern relationships right so i'm having you know this thing where i'm co- i'm going into this relationship and we're about to take it to the next level and she is a extremely smart extremely motivated um, lady, right? And she's amazing. She's awesome. But I am not, I don't exactly have the earning potential, you know, to match what she does in, you know, the modern world. And, you know, not to, you know, bitch about feminism and stuff like this, but like just being any, you know, Joe Schmo white man, you know, even, even working a trade or something, it's like you can't just go apply to a corporation. <laughs> like right. You just apply to a big company because anybody who comes in who's slightly higher on the progressive stacks is just going to get it, you know. So, you know, is it a viable relationship dynamic to, you know, what I want to be, which is, you know, a homesteader, you know, a home builder, you know, work on, you know, whatever property that we're living, help manage the family, help manage the kids, you know, bring, you know, while being domestic, bring significant, I want to say masculine energy to the relationship. If she is, you know, doing like, it's, it's not like difficult work. I mean, she's, she does thought, you know, thought work, paper, uh, pencil pushing, uh, paperwork type stuff. Because like, when I think about, you know, traditional gender roles and how they went, you know, you'd have the woman doing the safe, you know, easy, well, easier house stuff while the man was off doing, you know, more rigorous, you know, building or hunting or stuff like that. But, you know, what if it's an office job? Is that really, you know, that kind of man energy? Like if, you know, she's at home doing things and stuff, I don't know. I don't what, know. What That's some mental, that? some mental gymnastics. I, I do have a pair of friends that are in exactly the same situation and they're making their relationship work because he's super duper masculine and he's always like fixing stuff and killing chickens and all this. Other. But I, uh, she's definitely going to be less attracted to you because she's making more money. That's just, there's the, so you're gonna have to compensate heavily. By yeah. well, I mean, telling her what I'm, to do all the time, laying <laughs> laying down the foundation I, for the relationship and making her follow the rules, and by carpentry, building, fixing, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, well, th- well, that's the kind of relationship that we have. You know, I mean, while she has that, you know, that earning potential and stuff, she's very, um, you know, what's what's the word? You know, she doesn't have 
that kind of order in her life. Like she's constantly anxious. She's constantly, you know, frozen up and able to do stuff. So I provide a lot of structure within the relationship, you know. I mean, she's like still that. in a male, in a male role. And how, how great is her you earning think? potential? Are we talking like she's making $150,000 a year or? No, no, not that high. Like um, 60, yeah. 70? Yeah, maybe like 70. Yeah, but you could you could outpace her with a you know a welding by by going to trade school. Okay, maybe not so, today, so, but probably tomorrow. You're still really young, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm 24. Oh yeah, you, yeah. your earning yeah. potential. I wouldn't but, I wouldn't discount. I wouldn't it cap over time. your earning potential now. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but but even in a more broad like a broad sense, you don't think that a relationship like that, you know, or you know, even despite even having people in your life, do you not think that a relationship like that can work? I don't think that it's, it's non viable, uh, but it uh, makes things more difficult from a sexual selection, you know, stance. It's going to, it's going to make your sex life difficult. Am I wrong? I don't, I don't know. I uh... I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I'll, I'll, it, I'll keep the masculine energy up in the future. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, you can't lose with that. But uh, Don't cap I, your earning potential. You're right. like 12 years old. Right. You'll be fine. I know the question was more for blonde, so I'm kind of... No, uh, it's okay. I'm, I'm sitting back a little bit. But I, but no, yeah, that's well, the one if, thing I would say is don't, yeah. don't discount what you can do, yeah. especially being so young. I, I think that uh, if you decide you want to become X, Y, or Z and you start working on it, uh, it's probably not that far off. Yeah, I mean, you could not hit your earning potential until you're 40, and it could be a totally different direction than what you see yourself in now. Both of us were in completely yeah. unrelated, dead-end jobs you, five years ago. Do you guys want to have kids? Oh, yeah, okay. absolutely. That's something to think about, too, because if she's going to be the breadwinner, is she going to be happy trying to be a breadwinner and a mom? Maybe, I don't know, but usually that's not the way it goes. Anyway, just things you yeah. have, you have yeah, tons no. of time, dude. You, you, this is not, uh, you have tons of time to get this stuff organized and it's not any kind of urgent matter. So, and it's good that you're thinking about this. Yeah. I'm glad that you're thinking a little critically about it. Cause sometimes people think, Oh, if I just go with this arrangement, it'll work fine. Why wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah. Why wouldn't it? Yeah. Right. No, no, no. It's like, it's, you know, it's just a matter of, you know, I listen to a lot of conservative media, right? Yeah. And yeah. conservative media is like, you know, Oh, you're 24. You should just, you know, forget girls, focus on your careers for the next 10 years. And when you're 34, find like a hot piece of 24 year old ass and then yeah. start a family. But it's like, you know, I already have a woman that I really love and we're in a yeah. great relationship. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's, I want to make it work. Well, yeah, nurture that. Yeah. If if that if that is true, and and uh, I have no reason to doubt what you're saying there, there's going to be a drive in you that just makes that happen anyway. I'm telling you, yep. once you get married, once once you start thinking about having kids, even you, I highly doubt that you're going to be comfortable with the arrangement of your wife, uh, uh being the breadwinner or you kind of taking a back seat in that way. I, there's yeah. there's going to be a drive in you that's going to probably bring you to. Uh, to the sort of role that uh, the sort of leadership role that you're talking about already, the sort of more yep. traditionally masculine role that you're talking about. I bet, exactly. I bet given the way that you're thinking about this, this kind of irons itself out as you go through mm -hmm. this. Yeah, exactly. 
right. Yep. Thank you guys very much. Um, just one more thing. Chat, you are so mean. You're going to make me cry, <laughs> chat. Really. No, you got to figure it out. As I always say, I'm you're just kidding. younger callers who are thinking about these things, you're thinking about so much more than I was. 10 years ago when I was playing too much Call of Duty or whatever else. Like you got yeah. tons of time. You've got it way more sorted than a lot of people did at your age. So I wouldn't worry too much. Appreciate it. And uh, Blonde, I sent you a me- message on uh, Instagram. So check that out. Oh, cool. Okay. All right. Thank Have you. Have going, guys. See you. Bye. Okay. Whoops. What did Why? I just do? Why? Why am I yawning? Did I? Oh, hold on. Okay, there. I messed up my own Discord. Anyway, uh, we are due for a break. Man, sometimes I miss the baby so much when I'm doing the show. Just the small gap? Just a couple hours? Yeah, I just, you know, because we're together 24 hours a day because we co-sleep and I just hate being apart. Okay, who was... So when I hear people like, oh, I'm going to go back to work like two months after, I'm like, yeah, shut your mouth. (laughs) Um this life insurance thing. Okay. Squirrels. She must be pretty close to being due. Um, Hey, mountain wand. I'm, ah, I'm past my due date at 40 Mm. plus three weeks pregnant. What kind of symptoms did you have pre labor? How long did they last before labor started? My back hurts and we want to meet our daughter. Uh, that might be labor. Like I had a friend who, um, had a back labor and she did not realize she was having contractions because she thought she just really needed to poop. So if your back really hurts, uh, that you might be having contractions and you don't realize it, even mm. if they're irregular. Um, I knew I was in labor because my water broke. Uh, also, I was having horrible, what I thought were Braxton Hicks contractions from 29 weeks, but they were real contractions. So, yeah. Well, congratulations and all the best uh, on the yeah. on the forthcoming birth. That's so exciting. Any day now, I hope you go into labor tonight. I will say a prayer for you. Uh, Nomad said, Judaism created Christianity. Why the hate, Blonde? You know, it's funny because I've actually never said anything about Jews on this show. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Go on. I've made a lot of faces. There are various modes of communication. Yes. Holden Mulray, um, for his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world and the things that have been made. So they are without excuse. Romans 1. Mm. 120. Thank you for that, Holden. Uh, Stephen Suarez, thank you, Blonde, for your meatloaf recipe. I'll be sure to shove my man into the kitchen with it soon. I'm sorry it was so imprecise. Um, we're getting some strobing. I'm going to have to turn this up. Uh, I'm sorry it was so imprecise, but I did get a lot of requests for my meatloaf recipe. So I made it for some families a few days ago and I put it on my Instagram. That is at blonde underscore beast one. Now I got to try it. Recipe. We'll have to give it a, it's different a every time. Run. Cause I don't use a recipe. I was like, put some spices in the bowl. <laughs> that's, not, <laughs> yeah, that's not a recipe. Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't use a recipe. It's just a little different every time. Um, Holden Mulray, some great callers tonight. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Thank that. you, Holden. Quantum football. Uh, does Matt regret that his kid will be half Asian? <laughs> it's fine. 
He's uh, Japanese, yeah. so it's it's a good the, the good happy. <laughs> we're, we're thinking about uh, Ching Chong. We're thinking about uh, Ching Chong Christensen. It's yeah, a real we're thinking to... about I don't know uh, sushi market or, or a wet market rather sushi. Uh, a sushi Christensen sounds good. We could go with that. I don't know. <laughs> we're good over here. All right. Uh, over on D Live, etc. Thanks for uh, supporting the show. Much appreciated. And C2K as well. And LJ. Appreciate you guys. And over on Trovo, we got Revolt Against the Mod World. Thank you. And Ron Helton. Appreciate it. And uh, we're all set. Let's hop back into the calls. Sugoi. Sugoi's up next. You ready? Hello. What's on your mind? Um, what was I going to ask? Oh, why is there so many boomer cucks in your server? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, on Discord? I doubt it. Yeah. I doubt that there, there are, are a bunch boomers. of boomers that figured out Discord. Yeah, I'm, I'm skeptical. Yeah, a lot, of, yeah a, lot of, a lot of them love Israel for some reason. Is there is there a a debate going on? I don't know. I I don't monitor for that sort of thing. Uh, it's not important. It's not, that's the que- that's not the question I came in here for. My question was, um, when is it okay to hit a woman? <laughs> <laughs> well, have you seen that Sean Connery clip? That's the first yes. question. Yes. With the um, With Barbara Walters? Barbara yeah, Walters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Skag, do you want to take this one? Uh, well, self-defense. If you're pointing a gun at me, I'm going to smack you. Only uh, self-defense? No. Pretty much. I, I am not going to put a hand on my wife for disciplinary purposes. That's not... What? What if she disrespects you? I mean, if a man disrespects no, no. you or something, like no. you're going to defend yourself, right? Uh, no. I will. If if I was physically attacked, I would defend myself. But I'm not going to use. I'm not going to to uh, smack some sense into my wife or anything like that. <laughs> well, I'm not saying like beating the shit out of her, like with a belt or something. Light just, beatings, like, of course. No. Yeah. Sensible people. Yeah, just like a, a small tap on the head or something. Yeah. Nope. No. Nope. 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 Well, you've come on. You've advocated light beatings on this show before. Yeah, I think it have. would That's... destroy my marriage if that happened. Yeah, you. I was going to ask you, Blonde. Like you mentioned this before. Like if, if it's if in jest. Mentioned... If if my nope. husband hit me, I would uh, divorce. Yeah, you said that. I get divorced. Yeah. Why? Um, Is that a why? big hypocritical? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm advocating that in jest. I mean, outside of self defense, or if a woman attacks you, I don't think, or you're in a consensual. Um, like Christian domestic discipline relationship, or you're into BDSM, then I can't imagine. Mm. I can't imagine that it would be a pro- an appropriate measure in any relationship. Mm. I mean, you, you should be able to exercise the pimp hand in a in a more effective way. Right. Than Here's the serious question. This was one of the things that I thought was most interesting about listening to C.S. Lewis last summer is the nature of the relationship between husband and wife, because it can't really be democratic because there will be a tie. So what is the tiebreaker? Yeah. And uh, I think in my relationship, and I think in a lot of, uh, a lot of marriages, ultimately the husband is usually making final decisions on most things, not always, but that's usually the way it goes. So if, if my, my wife and, and I have like some kind of uh serious disagreement on an issue we'll probably talk it out but ultimately there's going to be one decision that wins how is that decided obviously i'm not talking violence here but 
where there's conflict and a decision has to be made, what's the appropriate resolution? I guess. I don't agree. <laughs> you don't agree with what? Uh, it's not just self-defense. I mean, if a, if a female disrespects you, you got to put her in her place sometimes. Oh, yeah. What? So, disrespect, yeah. like what? Like mocks you or what do you mean? No. Oh, like, I don't know. She's being disrespectful. Like, you know, specifically raising her voice at, raising her voice at you, cursing. Huh. Yeah, but what if you're yelling at her too? You're telling me if you get in a fight and your wife fights back with you, you're going to hit her? Oh, no. Well, you make it seem like I'm going to like abuse her or something. No, it's just that, like, is, you know? that is abuse. That is marital abuse. You should have groomed your wife better <laughs> if she has disrespected you. <laughs> you have failed okay. in the first pimp hand, which is marital grooming. Hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a last word on it if you want. You want to make the case. Mm. No, that's okay. I'm <laughs> Convincing. I disagree. I disagree, but well, I'm still going to listen to your show. You're no, I'm open to people. the case. I just need to know. I, I just need to know what the circumstances are. Open to the case for beating. I don't know. I thought, no, I didn't say beating blonde. What the fuck? What are you talking? Because you would advocate that, you know, that, you know, took, you know, repeal the, what is it, the 19th and the. Hey, that, you, know, you got to your female, but at the we, same time, you're I think of, we can all we can all agree that women shouldn't vote. That has nothing to do with spousal abuse. No, Unrelated. Like, mm, all right. <laughs> okay. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. All right. Wow, you've really cocked. I can't believe it. I know. Unreal. I'm not saying there are no no reasons. Like if I push Sean Connery to hit me. I'd be like, wow, I must have really fucked up. What was the Sean Connery reasoning? I know we listened to it on the show, but he basically said, sometimes you got to smack a bitch. Well, yeah, he's like, sometimes a woman is just uh, pushing all your buttons and then she just goes too far. She really knows how to take you to the edge. And then uh, you just got to you just got to lay a hand on her. <laughs> okay. I know he's not Irish, but I, I can't do yeah. he's Scottish, right? Something like that. Lol, you there? I was going tonight. You want to talk spousal beatings or something else? Light spousal uh, be- beatings, yeah. I may have missed the previous call, but uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I oppose whatever is legally required in my jurisdiction. Gotcha. Um, okay. Wait, you oppose or support? Um, yes. Gotcha. All right. You follow the law. I understand. Um. Okay. So... First thing is I wanted to mention is I think Blonde needs to think about who she's aligning with when she opposes Israel. Also, call me a shell. That's perfectly okay. Uh, most who I'm aligning with. But that's not how I make moral decisions. I'm not, I don't disagree with that, but when you're aligned with Bosch. Yeah, so there are some things I agree with the, with the left about. Uh, some aspects of environmentalism and there's Uh, some other things. I I, I agree as well. I I think the the right does not have a good position on environmentalism. The point I want to make is um, what is your opinion? When is it appropriate to have a quote WMD, a a weapon of mass destruction? Well, I don't think that any country is, is capable of handling I mean, in an ideal situation, no country would have a weapon of mass destruction. Um, Matt? 
sorry, I, I'm struggling here. Like you're asking me, when is it okay? So this goes off of the sovereign individual, mm-hmm. sovereign ability to possess a weapon. Why can't an individual own a weapon of mass destruction and the state can't? Why or, can't an individual? Are you talking countries or are you talking individual people here? Why can't I own a dirty, dirty bomb is what I'm asking. Well, my general view on weapons that uh, oh, that's should be... that's not what I answered. Okay, go on. ...should be quote-unquote uh-huh. allowed or not. I think that any property that you can possess that has no inherent externalities on other people or any property that you can use with sufficient precision that doesn't put other people inherently at risk or their property at risk uh, is totally fine to me. I, honestly, if, if the, the nuclear bomb is always brought up, well, why can't you maintain, why can't you have your own nuke? If you can maintain your own nuke on your own property without putting people at risk, which is somewhat of a dubious proposition but let's say you could do it let's say you have the money to do it and you have the ability to do it i don't necessarily believe in restricting property rights when the property doesn't necessarily uh pose any kind of threat to other people nuke maybe we could talk about that one but just in general weapons i'm not i'm not in favor of restricting those there is a limit though like if, if you had a weapon that could kill you know, millions and millions of people. Yeah. I guess to me, the principle of could, I'm very wary of that principle of what could happen because when we start punishing and taking away people's rights based on what could happen, that's a slippery slope. And all of a sudden we start talking about why people shouldn't have AR 15s and the rest because of what they could do. Yeah. But we're talking about like having a nuclear arsenal. Well, let, let me phrase this. So, so I use WMDs in a loose term so you have your nuclear weapons obviously uh-huh. bad um so let's say we you you have your covid to electric boogaloo yeah. in your back pocket yeah back pocket do, do you and, and you could recapitulate the entire last year just by um rubbing that on the doorknob per se I, I i'm not saying the rubbing on the doorknob but do you have a right to possess that <laughs> To possess what? The virus? Uh, the, the, the virus that could recapitulate the entirety of last year. Do you have a right to hold, say, a, a biological virus in your home? Or can others intervene? Well, to the extent that it, it probably carries some inherent risk of being released, I think other people have a, a, a right to know the security uh, or the containment mechanisms that are in place. Should you should individuals be banned from possessing or, or researching that sort of thing? I don't know. Is, is uh, that even is that even legal? Is it even legal for a person to do uh, viral research in their own home and, and hold these things? Um, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be explore. I know this. This that is legal. It is really as as long as you are not um, intentionally infecting other people, you can. There are no requirements uh, like like labs have to have certain containment protocols in place, right? There are yeah, restrictions yes. like that on private people. Um, as long as you are not purchasing any specific reagents hmm. and are not intentionally trying. This is one of the strange things that a lot of people don't know. You could do whatever you want on a virus as long as it's within your own property and as long as you are not intentionally spreading it. Hmm. 
And I, I definitely intentionally spread the virus for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like when I mean spreading, it's it's not like coughing in your neighbor. It's mean like growing in petri just uh, oh, okay. dish dish and then rub it on that. Yeah, yeah. So they may or may not have sneezed in somebody's face, and then they immediately got sick. I would advise against that. Do you have any uh, right closing now. thoughts? Um, we're fucked. Well, we can all agree on that, certainly. All right, thank all you, right. man. Ha- have a good night. Ha- have a good one. Okay, Black Sun up next. Black Sun, you there? Is Uh-oh. it a chick? Maybe yes, we- it is. It's a woman. Oh, there we can go. You it? Hey, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Um, today, Matt, his uh, video on transgenderism really hit home. And I huh. want to talk about that. Okay. No, I am not transgender. <laughs> just, to, just to get that out of That's the way. That's good. Yeah. Okay, so for the last year and a half, I have been in a relationship with a man who his daughter believes she is a transgender male and not just that but a gay man oh what the fuck okay let me noodle this through right yeah let's let's sort this out just so i understand it's a girl believing that she's a boy that wants to fuck boys with her vagina that she thinks should be a penis so she's actually a actually an xx chromosome female girl you could just call it straight but I, I assume maybe she wants to uh, peg the dudes. Is that, or maybe she's just a straight girl that <laughs> like wants to have anal sex. Gosh, I don't, I don't think so. We're, we're going a little too far, but we got it. We okay. Got it. Sorry. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. So <laughs> where do you want me to begin on this? Do you I, want I don't me to know. Can I, can I ask how old the daughter is? 15. Oh, oh God. so pretty young. Okay. Yeah. I live in Canada too, to boot. Okay. Yeah, so you know about Bill C-16 and all of that. Has she done anything permanent? No, this is actually what I really wanted to talk about. So up until recently, well, she's had no... Sorry, I'm really nervous, so my voice is shaking. No, (laughs) it's okay. totally fine. Okay. Your voice is better than mine, don't worry. Yeah, really. Yeah, I know. Sorry about your cold there, bud. (laughs) It might be Rona, who knows? My days are numbered. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so up until recently, well, no, not even until recently, I just got the update. So she hasn't had even one single day of any kind of counseling of any kind. Okay. She hasn't seen any kind of doctors other than the, oh, you're trans? How can we get you on puberty blockers and and hormones? When can we schedule your breast removal surgery? I refuse (sighs) to call it block surgery. I'm not calling it that. It's breast removal surgery. Mm. So, sorry, I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry, Susan. No, forgive me, Susan. (laughs) (laughs) she's coming for you yeah yeah she is coming for all of us anyway (laughs) so it's just been really heartbreaking to see that this girl has not even she's not even seen a doctor other than oh you're just trans and she hasn't had any kind of counseling whatsoever i know what kind of counseling she get i'm in canada it's the principle of the thing right like she should have some kind of something if they've literally fast-tracked her i've been on um open call like speakerphone calls with her and her gender whatever they're called gender i can't remember what they're counselor or advisor or something like that doctor the gender confirming yeah. doctor the oh counselor. sure oh, god and they're trying to tell me that they're well, trying to tell her that and the dad that there's 
this is reversible and that everything's fine and this is normal and she can take it take it back if she wants to and all these like lies and i know they're lies because i've actually been studying this for eight years yeah well at, to- at 15 to think that everything's reversible even if you just stick yeah. to hormones or something you're 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 yeah. A girl going through puberty in a developmental stage like that, that you mess that up, you don't get that back. And what does dad think about all this? He's almost checked out blonde. Mm. That's rough. Heartbreaking. It's so heartbreaking. And the mom is just like affirming constantly at every stage. And your girlfriend? Yeah, I was. I was. Had to leave. Had to. Couldn't do it anymore. You had to leave the guy. I had to leave him. Yeah. Because of this? No, no. Mm. Um, well, it's it's a fucked up situation. I mean, I even if it were because of this, I'd be like, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 right. And it there was it was touch and go so many times, but I just I care so much about her. Do you still you still you still talk to her? I do. Yeah, she still wants to talk to me, so she texts me every few days. So yeah, she's just got the go ahead from her endocrinologist that uh, she can hormones how, now. How how much do you push back, if at all? Oh, I've tried to get her to read. I have the book, uh, The Transgender Industrial Complex. Hmm. And I'm about halfway through now. I've tried so hard to get her to read excerpts. She won't even look at it because, of course, that's, you know, evil propaganda. Well, what about like a 10 minute YouTube video? Because there are tons of people around her age that talk about trying to reverse their um, their decision. That's kind of that's what this 60 minute story was about was these detransitioners. Yeah, detransitioning. Actually, Let me look. Yeah. Sorry, I apologize. I've actually subscribed to about four detransitioners on my mm. YouTube. And I've tried really hard to get her to watch these with me. And she just won't because she just thinks that they're biased and they're put there because of the quote unquote, you know, evil alt right. And it's just it's so hard to get through these people because they have they have a, a rebuttal and an equalizer for everything. Oh, I can't hear you. Oh, there we go. Oh no, we're oh, we're we're still rough. here. I'm just listening because this is interesting and and heartbreaking at the same time. I know. Um, I mean, I'm not sure if there's going to be much that you can do if she's not going to listen to you at all. I mean, that's the that's the great sadness and the great tragedy and the government interfering in our lives as we're being propagandized because children uh, can no longer have positive influence from their parents or adults they trust. Like, what are her parents doing, yeah. abandoning her like this? Yeah, and I I know that part of it is on his side. It was a heck of a fight to get full custody of her. So I wait. So he he has full custody, but mom is still encouraging. Yeah, mom sees her. I guess you know whenever she decides he wants to. It doesn't matter. But so um, why is just dad? Dad has no opposition to this. Why is he letting this go forward? I think he's scared of the government or or what. you know, like Bill C-16 means like there's been what, like 20 something children that have been taken from Canadian parents because parents won't affirm or won't go along with. But he all of he this. might watch his daughter get taken in a different way, you know? Yeah, yeah that's what I've tried to tie. You guys are making you guys are saying the exact same arguments. OK, I'm glad uh, we're on the same page because sometimes yeah. you feel crazy. Well, this is so sad. Like she, she has no idea how much she's going to regret this. You don't know when you're 15. Like I'm 33 and I'm just thinking about some of the stuff I did when I was like 25 and just hanging my head in shame. Like the stuff when I was 15, it's, you don't know what you're doing. You don't know the decisions you're making. You think you know everything. She's going to ruin her life. Well, like think about 
like she's 15 and okay like she told me she was very close to me even though she wouldn't listen to the things i tried to show her or tell her she was very close to me i think because she didn't never had a female positive role model in her life mm, yeah. so we've tried to talk about these things and i've tried to explain like honey you're you're still a virgin like you haven't even experienced this anything to do with sexuality or anything yet and you're gonna do irreversible things to your body like how could she even know that she wanted to be with men from like a male perspective without well, ever having sex as a straight female i just assume that she had had sex because this is a I crazy decision too. to make I assume too. And she's had a boyfriend since she was 12, the same boyfriend. And he's a Mormon. What? Wait, are they staying together what? through this? Yeah. What? Yeah. That doesn't seem very Mormon. That's. <laughs> Do you think his family could lay down the law? Oh, I know they've tried. She won't even go over there anymore because, you know, they're transphobes. So. <laughs> yes. All it's right. Exhausting. We, uh, well, I wish we had something better to offer you, but this is it sounds bleak. I'm sorry. Well, it's okay, blonde. It was just good to talk to both of you. Sorry, I keep cutting you off, Matt. Sorry about no, that. No, no, you're you're. This is a, a fascinating story. I'm glad you shared it, and your conscience is in the right place. I, I I trust that you'll do whatever you think is right here. And yeah, um, you know, I I I just think you're in a really you're in position to potentially save someone from a from a very horrible right. fate. And uh, I can't but tell you how you to can't. navigate that, but, but yeah. um, I can tell that you're taking this seriously and I admire yeah. that. And I, yeah. I hope that uh, I hope you find what the right solution is. Yeah. Thank you. You guys have a really great evening. I thanks for talking to me guys. Thanks. Appreciate Bye-bye. it. Bye. Night. Okay. Wow. What a night of fascinating calls. A lot of, uh, wow, yeah, really tough personal spots to be in. Um, I can't imagine. I don't know all the details, granted, but uh, if the state told me they were going to take away my kid unless I transition him or her, uh, okay, that's a fight to the death as far as yeah, I'm concerned. That's a hill to die on for me. Uh, you'll have oh to send uh, David Chipman's ATF to my house to do yeah, something like that. But uh, Jeez, anyway. Disaster. Um, okay, we, we'll take just a couple calls, and uh, we have then we have email questions. I'm a little bit behind, so we'll have to be quick. And of course, we have to hear it's the last uh, show of the month, so Dangerous Spaces gets last call as well. So, um, Josh Power, are you there? Yes, I am. Give me one second. I got you guys up on YouTube as well. Sure. There we go. I hate okay. to be hey, brief, but we're a little bit behind, so I'll probably have to be pretty quick with your call if you're able to. That. Yeah, I'll be as quick as I can. I've been listening to you guys for five years. Actually, this is the first time I finally got to call in. I know the oh, person before as well. Yeah. And been listening for a while. I uh, started with you, Matt. Actually, my brother sent it to me um, back in 2016 during the election. And wow. Most logical that I've ever followed, and I've enjoyed it since. Oh, well, thank you. Um, I, no problem. And I just wanted to say, um, for me, the one question I had in thoughts tonight, uh, I worked retail in California for the last year. And I just moved out uh, to Colorado. And I was curious on, for me, it's been a big change in my morality dealing with all of this for the 2020 experience. And I was curious if you guys had any shift in your morality going through this whole experience, if morality or even viewpoints on um, people in life, anything like that. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Do you want to go first, Matt? How has 2020 changed my perspective? Uh, if anything, it has made me not really a change in perspective. It is drastically hardened prior inclinations so previously i would have been reluctant to 
surrender Im- surrender important rights uh under any circumstance anyway but now like i'm people would have accused me of being too sensitive to to infringements on your liberty prior now it's like you so much as tell me uh you know how to i don't know where i can walk where i can step what i can do any of that stuff um i'm hypersensitive to that and i just i i have no patience for it so uh, that would probably be it to me. Like I'm not a person who likes to be told what to do in general, but after this last year, like if you have any sort of unjustified direction for me from an authority perspective, you can fuck right off. It's probably how I feel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I just have, I had a little bit of faith in people, I think before this, but now I'm like, wow, uh, I need to stay away from the masses because it's just filled with retards. And then of course I've lost, uh, any, any tiny amount of faith I had in, in America, the American experiment. And now I'm just off in my own, my own little world. Like, what are we going to do next? Not even thinking about saving America at this point. I'll add, uh, I'll add one more positive thing and then I'll give you last word, Josh. Um, no worries. I, I, one thing that's positive is I, I appreciate, I've come to like human interaction. I've discovered that it's a good positive (laughs) thing as somebody who's kind of a, you know, stick to myself, kind of a hermit type person. Um, subtleties of people's smiles, uh, handshakes, dare I say, even hugs. Those are things that are appreciated by me now after they've been robbed from us for the last year. So that, that's a positive thing, positive development for me. Yeah. What about you? So for me, I I work in phone sales, um, specifically, and I worked in management in California for it. I worked at two different stores and it's funny if you just go straight 30 minutes out from the Bay area, the viewpoints change completely. So the first store I was at, whenever we had anybody come in, it was immediately masked. And there was a guy in our store that drove all of us nuts. And we had to start implementing everything full tier because we have a union. And he was threatening to go to it constantly. And the guy literally, I will never forget this statement. A person walked in without a mask. And then we asked him to put on as an old person. And they finally just put it on. And he looks at me, he's all pissed off. And he goes, it's like um, getting shoved with a dick inside of you. And then, then going like, oops, and coming out and putting a condom on. (laughs) <laughs> That's what he said to me in the store. And I was like, I don't know what to respond to that, man. Like, yeah, we're, we're just trying to work here. We're on camera 24 seven and we just need to talk with the customers as much as we can. Yeah. And that was what I was going to tell you guys as well. I've become very more cynical since this has happened and mm. a lot of aggression. I'm trying to deal with it as best I can. My grandparents passed away a long time ago mm. and this was mainly focused towards my parents. They're older, but we only dealt with elderly customers the most because they don't know how to work their phones. Yeah. So yeah. we weren't allowed to be within six feet of them. They come up and we're like, no, we can't. There's Ugh. a rule. You have to wear a mask. Even we can't like all of this the entire time. And we didn't even know why we were there half the time. We weren't getting hazard pay, which a ton of people were asking for. Cause we didn't know how the virus was going to go. Yeah. And um, I'm just saying, okay, we're, we're working through it as best we can. Let's just keep going. And then I switched to one store over and they're doing all of it. <laughs> they didn't care just 30 minutes away. And yeah. um, everybody's viewpoint was like, no, we're here to take care of these people. And it kind of brought me back at the end of the year, but it was then at the end of 2020, which everybody knows is when they started freaking out again. Um, we were pulled on a call and they had fired two managers in our area already for oh, um, violations. So they pulled up all of the videotapes in our stores on the call and said, this person's violating, that person's violating, this person's violating, that person's violating. And told us if we don't clean it up within a week, they'll be coming after us. So 
we had to implement the six feet. We had a person in like stop them at the door, ask them if they would wait in their car because we couldn't have them wait inside because we were only allowed uh, 20 people on the floor counting reps. So <sighs> by the end of it, yeah, it, we had a really good function going and we would wait outside and try and talk to them by the end of it. But it was, it just like what you said with human interaction and everything, it, it kind of killed me off near the end of the year. It's been better since Colorado. Like the people out here are really nice and a lot more like they don't care is the best way to put it. Good. Um, Need so, more of that. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so, for sharing the story, man. Um, and I hope no that uh, you find something that's more suitable in Colorado. Yeah. Uh, I'm still with the same company, but uh, the funny thing is they're waiting to remove. So far, we're not allowed, the customers don't have to wear masks in Colorado when they come in. Yeah. And we tend to tell them, we're like, hey, you don't have to wear it. Yo, oh, thank God. Yeah. Every single time, wherever they walk in, yeah, and yeah. we're waiting for them to remove it for us next. But they're telling us, well, once you all tell us how many of you are vaccinated, and I'm just like, well, oh, wait. they're in a tough spot. The employers can't fire people right now. They they're having trouble yeah. hiring people. So if they want to start firing yes. over masks, who the hell are they going to replace them with? Uh, I don't know exactly. Anyway, thank you for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, Dangerous Spaces gets last word, and then we will hop into the email questions. Mr. Hey, Spaces. Hey. Um, firstly, I'll, I'll check because I, I don't listen to the show while I'm screening. It's just too difficult to do. Has anyone talked about the um, the basically flip-flop of um, the coronavirus potentially coming from a lab? No, but I want to make a video about that tomorrow if I can. The Fauci, Fauci's open to it. And uh, well, I guess what I wanted to talk about was Fauci is now kind of uh, flip-flopping on whether it's possible that the U.S. funded gain-of-function research at the Wuhan lab. Oh, my God. Wow. You called this so long ago. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there's that too. But uh, the in terms of in terms of what, oh, what was the headline? It was something along the lines of... Um, as a Washington Post headline, something along the lines of the how the coronavirus from a lab theory suddenly became plausible, or you know, yeah. something along those lines. So quickly the quite, became plausible, or suddenly became plausible, or so you you're know, wondering why like there's that. been a media, like a a sudden media interest in this story. No, not really. I was just wondering if anyone else had talked about. It. I didn't want to double no. up on a topic. Mm -mm. So, no, no. Um, but there's that. Uh, Maggie Haberman was on with uh, someone, I can't remember who the guy is, it's not one of the big names, so, um, but uh, she said something along the lines of, uh, oh, what'd she say, something along the lines of, um, Donald Trump told us that he he uh, had seen evidence that there was a, a lab connection, but he didn't release the evidence to us, and it's like, you're journalists. Go looking for evidence. What? I know. It's Donald, what yeah, it's your job. It's your freaking job. Donald Trump's job is not to just give you all the information. Your job is to seek it out. Yeah, she you said exist. something like, this is the consequence of a president who blew his credibility elsewhere. It's like, yeah, well, yeah, she said, no, yeah, you so still have to like investigate well. every claim of fact, even if you don't trust Trump. You still well, have to right. investigate and, it. And that's the thing that doesn't really make sense. You're a journalist. If you think he's not being credible, then go find the information that disproves him. And yeah. then if it's proved right, if you're an actual journalist, you go, oh, yeah, it turns out Trump might have been right about that. But no, like you can't talk about credibility. The whole, the whole, you guys spent four years of if Trump said it, it's wrong. Or if yeah. Trump said it, it's a lot. You can't stand there and talk about credibility. 
You guys had none. What are you going on about? Did you see no. the Facebook policy reversal? They said, okay, you can talk about how the lab might have come from a lab now. Well, are you guys going yeah. Are you going to yeah. acknowledge the months and months of bad policy? Yeah. yeah. Or are we just going to say, yeah. okay, it's like how, now that you acknowledge there might be some truth to this, how did that truth come about? Was it by people investigating, talking about it freely, considering the evidence? Or was it by Facebook decree that we learned that this is a possibility? These but people yeah, have no this, shame. Yeah, but this has been frustrating from the start of Donald Trump did nothing. Donald Trump started a task force while he was being impeached. Donald yeah. Trump brought it up in the State of the Union. Donald Trump banned tr uh, travel to China, which he got criticized for. Like, if you guys actually worked with him, there probably would have been a hell of a lot less deaths because he was actually trying to do stuff. And the media, the Democrats, a whole bunch of people were just basically trying to run interference for, you know, the entire time that it was there to try and get him out of office. Yeah. There's people that I have no doubt are dead because they couldn't just admit that, you know what, Donald Trump did all right as president. He actually got a few things done. And if he got reelected, well, he gets reelected. They just couldn't admit to that and be, you know, okay with that. And I have no doubt people are dead because of that. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> You're probably not wrong. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, appreciate uh, the thoughts and appreciate all the help you're doing with the screening. I know the listeners no do worries. as well. No worries. Sorry, really quickly before uh, I head off, a uh, shout out to Viking Jesus. I just had a quick chat to him and apologies that he missed out because I got put on a call. Um, he's out of Portland. so. Oh, nice. Maybe we can, so, uh, maybe we had to pull him in and let him go. Maybe we can spot him a call next week or in a future time. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see if we can figure something out. But uh, apparently they've got a little bit to still move in, but they're, they're in a new place. They're out of Portland. So that's good. Shout out to Viking yeah. that he actually was able to get yeah. out of the hellhole. So yeah, him and his excellent. Family. All right. Thank you, man. Uh, have a good night. No worries. You guys have a good one. Bye-bye. Okay. Time for email questions. And... Uh, if you would like to submit an email question, if you'd like to participate in the show, but you can't do it live, that's the way to do it. Head over to the contact page on my website, mattchristiansonmedia.com slash contact. There's a call-in show question form you can use to submit your question. Given the struggling nature of my voice, can no. I have you read the questions? I'll, I'll read all the questions. All right. Thank you. Uh, let me scroll back to the top. This is CB. Matt, on last Colin show, you said you thought with the vast size of the universe, it was almost guaranteed that other life exists in space. You also said that you believe in us in some sort of being that gave order to the universe. Looking at these things together, do you think that is that this being created life on our planet and or others or just the universe with the right conditions for life to arise on its own? That is a very good question. Yeah. When I, when I think of God and this doesn't necessarily have a theological basis or anything that's super advanced or technical or anything, but that's kind of how I, I picture God in my own way is, is somebody who uh, is sort of looking at a Petri dish world that he put in into motion or put into place and is watching the experiment unfold. Mm -hmm. And I think it's certainly possible. The thing about life on, on other planets given the, as far as we understand infinite nature of the universe, I've had interesting debates with friends because what does that mean to me? An infinite nature, the infinite nature of the universe is like infinite lottery tickets. You're, you're yeah. probably going to win here and there if you have infinite lottery tickets. But is the is the infinite nature of the universe the numerator or the denominator in the probability? I've had other friends argue. Well, no. Listen, it, because it goes on forever, it the probability is effectively zero because it's so rare. 
I, I don't really understand. They make this weird mathematical argument that I probably can't give uh, enough credit to because I'm on the other side of it. But um, the thing about life on other planets, too, is we assume that it would be our same earthly carbon-based life form. Right. What if Which it there probably is wouldn't be. what? Yeah. We, how do we know that there isn't life that is of a totally different format or basis or something like that? We don't. Um, so to me, that that's how I think about those things. It's not uh, I don't think of God as like any kind of puppeteer or anything like that. Um, it's someone who maybe set some pieces in motion and is watching them unfold. And potentially yeah. maybe there are multiple stages that he's watching too i don't know yeah yeah care bear says hey guys i just wanted to ask matt <laughs> sorry you gotta answer all these questions about the requirements to become a columnist on the website i'm interested in writing about stuff but i understand if there's a very select group of people you allow to write thanks for the answer and have a lovely night sure i appreciate the uh interest i don't it's not necessarily open right now um that said if if you're producing something that's regular and if you already if you're making something right now and you can show me some work that you've done i'm open to taking a look at it um so just send me an email and uh and perhaps we can talk but i will say for anyone who is interested in potentially writing for the site that is one baseline that i would have to see like i need to see yeah. an existing product then i don't care if it has wide distribution or not i don't care if you have a whole bunch of readers or two and just your mom reads it i need to see something that is consistent and of of high quality um and if 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 that's out there then i'll take a look and maybe we can talk about it but as i said as of now formally I don't have formal openings at this point. I'm not necessarily soliciting submissions, but I will take a look. I can do it though, right? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, we <laughs> you get the rules bent to whatever you might want. It, 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 if you wanted to write on the site, people want to, I'm sure that people would want to read it. So we could definitely talk about it. Okay. Jason Woods. This is a long one. How did this slide in, Jason Woods? Hi, Matt and Blonde. I catch you guys every Monday and Thursday morning. Oh, it was the flattery. And your solo vids, the very instant I, I see them regarding one of last week's call-in questions about limitations on God and how he could be benevolent while evil exists and seemingly not intervening. I believe that evil can only be ascribed to a choice and that if there is free will, then people will sometimes choose to do evil, a place without evil where people can be can be while God completely protects them from evil would be called heaven. If God were to intervene and stop any evil from being chosen, has he actually given you a choice at all? Okay. I've thought about this a lot and I think you got part of this, right? Although who knows? Um, I don't know that evil is always a manifestation of free will because what about childhood disease and things like that? That's not, uh, these, these are things totally out of our control. Um, but I do think that evil may just be the absence of God. Like there is no God mm. in where there is evil. And so maybe just merely by the deficit that it is and of itself evil. Yeah. Eh, eh, eh. I, that's an interesting way to think about it. Uh, I will have to mentally punt on this a little bit because it's, the, the question is very complex for me to handle on the fly right now. But in okay. general, I agree with the premise that uh, that evil has to be, well, no, maybe you're right. I, I, let's put it this way. For people to be evil, there has mm -hmm. to be a choice element. There are 
yeah non-people things that are evil that maybe are not choice things yeah yeah or i don't know or are they like is a is a virus let's say uh uh Cancer isn't a virus, but it's a childhood disease. Is the cancer evil? In in the argument that you're presenting, yes. It's it's destructive and it destroys human life. Hmm. We All rage right. against the destruction of human life in Christianity. Yeah, yeah. We're preservers of life. So I don't know. Um, thank you for that. Charlie, you sent a bunch of questions, so I just put one in. Um <laughs> And I cut this way down because it was way too long. Sorry, Charlie. I'm very interested in the field of cultural anthropology. So naturally, I'm intrigued by Blonde's assertion on the difference between Asian cultures. And then he talked a lot about the Japanese and how they are influenced by the West um, and how they, they, how they have a loyalty-based culture, which they do. Then he says, personally, I see it as re- reasonable to assume that if a lot of individuals have the same goal, such as keeping a place tidy, it isn't necessarily a collectivist act to all do the same thing. Do you believe that having a uniform ethnicity allows a society to function better as everyone is on the same wavelength and tend to want the same things? Yes, but only in societies that haven't been propagandized by things like critical race theory. Like as of right now, if we had a white ethnostate filled with Americans and Western Europeans, we still would want to slaughter each other in mass because I have nothing in common with the, the pro-abortion feminist leftist that's going to raise her daughter as a transgender boy. Like I have so much less in common with that person than an upper class educated black person, you know? So, I mean, under normal circumstances where people are allowed to have in-group preferences, I would say yes. But at this late stage, Western society propaganda smorgasbord, like no, absolutely not for the Japanese. I think, yeah. And a lot of Asian cultures, definitely. Hmm. You good on that? Yeah, that th- th- seems like it was a question more directed at you anyhow. Bike burner uh, 69. Is it worth the trouble at this point for us as conservative slash based Nazis <laughs> to worm our way into companies and institutions to fight from within? Or should we just cut our losses and wait for balkanization? Yeah, we're never going to um, to be able to create a culture from uh, institutional advancement. I just don't they even see how that could be possible. Like, why can't we do it if they did it? I mean, we could do it by balkanizing and creating competing cultures that or creating a competing um, competing companies that yeah. we only patronize. That's the thing that makes me nervous is if you want to re- rebuild from scratch, there's so much shit to build. I know. Like, you won't even be able to build... Uh, you won't be able to build something fully comparable in our lifetimes if you wanted to start over and have something that's completely separate and completely sovereign. I mean, we can always try. I think we should not give up on any possible way to destroy what's happening. Like we should be trying to balkanize while we're trying to blow these companies up from within. Yeah. There's no reason you can't do both. Yeah. Yeah. Brooks Neal, as someone who isn't really familiar with how the U.S. debt works, I have three questions. One, to whom are we in debt? Uh, two, what happens if we just don't pay off our debts? And three, is it possible for the U.S. to get out of debt? Love what you guys do. I actually had to look this up because I thought that um, at least half of it was foreign debt, but it's not. So the public holds over one trillion or twenty-one trillion, uh, or almost seventy-eight percent of the national debt. Um, foreign governments hold about a third of the public debt, 
while the rest is owned by U.S. banks and investors, the Federal Reserve, state and local governments, mutual funds, pension funds, insurance companies, and savings bonds. Interesting. So the public holds most of the institutional debt. So that means if we don't pay off the debt, that we are going to shoulder the burden (laughs) of a default. And plus, who's going to keep buying up that debt? If you've shown that you can't uh, properly pay it back, who's going to keep buying it up? Who's going to keep buying it up, right. And then even though it's not... I I actually would have guessed because I didn't know this um, beforehand. I I, I didn't know the numbers off the top of my head. I would have guessed that it was held mostly by foreign uh, lenders. That's what I thought too. But even still, if it's just... Uh, how much of it is is foreign owned? Yeah. No, how much? Oh, 78%, a third. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a third. Okay. Yeah. Even that, you're talking about seven trillion dollars. A lot of which, yeah. as I I understand, is in is held by the Chinese. If you just don't pay it, if you just stop paying them, they got a lot of people, and they might come to get it. That is also uh, a possibility. So. Yeah. There's a lot of the- a lot of monetary or economic theories out there that it just doesn't matter and that you just don't have to pay for these things. But ultimately, you en- you lose the ability to to keep financing all of these liabilities that you've created. You can't if people don't buy up the debt or if people come to collect our debt and we've shown that we're not good to pay it and our only backing for it is just that we're the biggest toughest country with the most reliable money supposedly. I mean that can be that can be destroyed. That can be taken down and. Well, I mean, how much of that is debt owed to the public through um, things like Social Security? I, bet, oh, I don't know. I is that a, is that a part? Is, is this counting just uh, entitlement liability and stuff like that? Well, it says the public holds over $21 trillion or almost 78% of the national debt. So I assume that that is um, debt that, that people are owed by the government. I, I thought they held bonds or something like that is, is what I was guessing, but... Well, savings bonds make up a portion of it, but okay. but not not the majority. Uh, so I, I assume that they would just have to default on all unpaid liabilities like that. Yeah, I wonder. Maybe you're right. Maybe that means legislation that's already passed or already budgeted liability, right, liability. that might extend into the future or right now. Yeah. So old people they they would get they would have to default on the unfunded liabilities. People Social Security. I assume they're Medicaid and Medicare. And other similar social programs like that. Mm. So yeah, Americans would get totally fucked. Um, yet we keep voting for a bigger and bigger government. So you know, don't we kind of deserve it? <laughs> We're going to find out the consequences. Yeah. This is from S. Isn't what the left has done with the universities a pretty obvious kind of embezzlement theft of charity funds? Universities were definitely not founded or funded for the purposes of promoting Marxist ideology or gay slam poetry or whatever the hell it is they're doing. (laughs) And if we can't prosecute them in any jurisdiction in America for obviously misappropriating uh, billions of dollars, why are we even worried about what any of our laws say? I mean, there are a lot of things that are going on right now where I'm like, why should we be worried about any law? (laughs) There's clearly no justice in this country. As unwise as that is, I'm not sure that it's actually fraudulent. Um, It's not fraudulent because it was pretty obvious what the agenda was going to be um, years ago. And then as soon as you start getting propagandized in college, it's the responsibility of the individual and of the student to be like, uh, this doesn't seem like I'm learning anything. It doesn't seem like it's going to lay the foundation for a worthwhile career. Uh, So buyer beware on this one. I'm sorry. I think what, 
there might be some fraud. I don't know. But I think broadly speaking, what happened here is we removed market accountability from the schools. We, we've funded them largely through um, yeah. federally handled student loans, federal grants, direct uh, federal and state funding. So they're going to be just fine regardless of whether their their graduates go out and are productive in the world or not, regardless of whether a, a gay underwater baking class um, actually gets you a quality job to pay back your student loans or not. They're going to be just fine financially. They have no um, responsibility or accountability to the market. And when you don't have accountability to the market, that's when you get all this sorts of all this sort of silliness. Yeah. And it's sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy too, because how do you get these like pie in the sky leftist communist professors who just sit in their ivory towers and uh, look down upon the peasants all day? Well, that's exactly why, because they they know that their bills are paid regardless because it's all through a, a forcible extortion scheme, essentially. Right, right. So and we've become, allowed them to accrue this amount of power. So Yeah, you can become that detached, abstract weirdo. Who does uh, you know dumb abstract paintings in his high rise apartment or something when you have no no market accountability and that's what we've done. Yep, yep. Um, this is from Tobias. Uh, do you know what happened to Tim Pool? I recently watched one of his videos and he now seems to live on a compound out in the wild with hundreds of guns and armed <laughs> armed chickens. <laughs> and his chickens are armed. Yeah. Uh, I think we need a comma there and a ton of supplies awaiting celebrating the breakdown of civilization. Uh, if true, fantastic. I don't know the specifics of how Tim is, is living. Uh, so I, that's true. I probably should stop talking about how he's a bitch. (laughs) It seems like he's come around on a lot of things. So good for him. That's uh, that's a lifestyle I would like to emulate. And I know for sure he's come around a lot on guns and that's really cool to see. That is cool. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so... Just get there, Tim Pool. Become Andrew Wanglin. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something else? Yeah. Uh, no Name says, what is the name of the app you use to watch a movie long distance with Ping to? Oh, um, what I used, I don't know if it's still around, but there are different screen sharing apps or... Uh, the one we used was called Rabbit. It's not really screen sharing per se. Did they get rid of Rabbit? I don't know. Uh, I think they might have. Oh, but it's ba- the, what you want is these ser- search for a site that allows you to just take a YouTube video, plug it in and watch it together um, uh, simultaneously. The The difficulty with that is it doesn't necessarily allow you to. Well, I guess some of them did screen sharing because we did Netflix on some of them. Yeah, I don't know what the hell happened to Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Look up the service Rabbit and see if you can find it. Um, other than that, find something close to it. That's what I would recommend. Long Don John says, as the evidence of the slant sickness, I forgot about that. That was a good one. Um, not being of bat soup origin keeps piling up. If the next conspiracy theory to be undebunked <laughs> is it was an intentional release by China, what repercussions should China face for it? Um, I mean, Ugh, what kind of sanctions could I guess we could refuse to pay to pay the uh, the dead eye for but, an eye we send them a virus that's what I say we do yeah really <laughs> uh mm. I mean this the evidence is already sufficient that we shouldn't we shouldn't have a lot of business dealings or involvement with China even yeah. if the explanation is we were just negligent and it accidentally got out of the lab shouldn't be doing that shouldn't be funding 
any sort of virology research at this lab, even if it's not gain of function, even if it's not on jumping viruses from bats to people or any of that stuff. Why are we doing this? I know <laughs> why it's so stupid. I, like there's, I, I think we'd be plenty justified in a punitive measure, but at bare minimum, can we just stop associating? Can we just walk away? Uh, that would, uh, I'd, I'd like to start there and then we can talk about nuking Beijing after that. No. Why? Um, because you know how I'm, I'm feeling about the Chinese. We have Panda Express. It's fine. We don't, we don't need any other shit. No, it's just, it's just a burgeoning respect for their lack of humanity. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. And I love the social credit system now. Uh, Matt Cucks on toe <laughs> says, yeah, Hey y'all. That's a great name. <laughs> I do like it. I didn't get it for a second. I'm a student who also goes to the Redmond College mentioned in last Sunday's hoax hate DigiPen Institute of Technology. I'm writing in to make two observations. One, we're not all crazies. Don't know that freshman, but they sound like an artist. Computer science department, not full of leftists. Two, I have never once seen anything close to the racist flyers mentioned. And Redmond is plastered in flyers. It's really irritating. So almost certainly a hoax. What do you all think? Love the show. I am... Certain this is not a hoax. I know who did this. <laughs> I'm positive it's not a hoax. I don't know. I think that weird tranny might be behind it, but I'll no, defer they, they to your knowledge. They were too specific. They were too specific. I have seen posters almost identical to that in Seattle. So I think that these huh. organizations that remain nameless have maybe branched out into uh, some other nearby areas. Why didn't they put them elsewhere, though? Why did they... They did. Here, well, here's here's a possibility that we we haven't considered. Maybe that transgender person happened to find one somewhere else and just copied it and put yeah. it around her apartment for this reason. It, it might. Yeah. It's possible that both are involved. Yeah, it's gonna, we're going to find out it's true. I'm All right. My hoax hate accuracy is very good. It's very, <laughs> it's very good because I have inside information. Uh, Chris M says, "Hey, faggots." Blonde, have you seen the Boondock Saints? And would you think a movie could be watched over a dozen times and still be great? What are your opinions of the Die Hard movies? Okay, there are a few movies that I'm going to really piss some people off here that I think are like famously, famously overrated. The Boondock Saints, Fight Club, Big Lebowski. I, I can't I can't fucking understand why people think they're so an American history X. That's another one. What the? Are you just, whatever. Well, that guy started strong, but he really cucked later. You know, <laughs> bitched out so hard. You know, um, I was into it early on, but later in the film, it really later, fell yeah. apart. Yeah. Uh, what are your opinions of the Die Hard movies? It's been so long since I've seen them. I don't even think I can, I can opine about this. And I, you and I, I, have, I, I think <laughs> I've seen Boondock Saints, but I definitely have not seen any of the Die Hards. Sorry, man. Uh, incompetent hands odd that the golden globes were canceled after a 50 percent ratings drop in the oscars the timing biden is the most popular president ever and didn't campaign plus the chauvin verdict so the oscar should have been a big victory lap okay no one went to the movies last year but most are still hiding at home is this just go woke get broke or do you see a demo or see demographic impossibilities conventional media is rightly on the decline but are we just leaving algorithmic suppression in its place i mean Perhaps, but they still weren't able to cook the books for the Oscars. Um, Anthony, uh, oh my God, Silence of the Lambs guy. What's my 
brain. What's happening? Uh, Anthony um, Hitchin or uh, no? Why am I no Hopkins? Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Okay, so that um that homosexual black man that died of colon cancer or whatever was he a homosexual? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that black guy that died of colon cancer. He was supposed to. He was slated to get best actor or something like that. Oh, are you talking uh, uh, Chadwick uh, Boseman? That's the one. He yeah. wasn't gay, was he? I don't know. I don't think um, so. Okay, I, I apologize to the memory of of this. I'll uh, look it up. Was Chadwick uh, homosexual? Uh, he was slated to win best actor, and instead, Anthony Hopkins won for whatever, and he wasn't even there. So they weren't even able to cook the books with that. And then Best Picture, it was a bunch of, you know, stupid minority shit. And then the chick that won was this Chinese woman for Nomadland, which was actually a fantastic film. So they aren't even able to to cheat. You guys got the presidency. Like, you can't fix the Os- the Oscars? Like, that's <laughs> well, maybe. Or maybe you've blown a hole in the conspiracy about the uh, election fraud. Maybe they spent yeah, everything they had on that. I don't know. Certainly no, not. Oh, we're though, tired. Of Most we're secure election of all time, Susan. I never dispute <laughs> yeah. the results. Oh, he wasn't a homosexual. That's what the internet tells me, yeah. My mm, apologize. Uh, Dom says, Matt, if Blonde had, this is hilarious, if Blonde had the opinions five years ago that she does today, e.g. opinions uh, which would commonly be considered racist, anti-Semitic, misogynistic, Daily Stormer fan, etc. <laughs> Do you think he would have ever started or continued this collaboration? If not, why not? I will say that most of these opinions I've always had, I just didn't know. They weren't opinions that I gained. They were always who I truly was on the inside. (laughs) And this job has just allowed me to reach my full potential. Yeah, I, I actually don't think that your views have drastically changed on a whole bunch of things. Keep in mind early on, like what the big controversy we faced was like the the you uh your tweet about muslims at the german colleges or whatever and that's like way racier than anything i would say now that was like a straight up anti-miscegenation tweet between german blue-eyed germans and and migrants yeah so the the opinions (laughs) have always been there and um that's been and that was in like 2015 wasn't it or 2016 yeah um that's part of the uh that's part of the appeal that's part of the fun you know um and obviously like uh but i i don't i don't want to do a show with myself with someone who has all the same opinions as me or has the same cookie cutter opinions that you'll find anywhere else so yeah i don't uh let's put it this way i don't think that my views on open-mindedness about other people's opinions has changed at least i hope not so that's that's been the philosophy that i've tried to uphold the whole time for better or worse does that mean that uh, there'll be some off the wall ideas discussed sometimes. Sure. Of course. But, uh, it's good. It's good listening. It's always good listening. No, be- before we did this show, my journey away from the left had already started. Yeah. Like it wasn't, I, when we started this show, I was not, uh, like some diehard progressive or something right. like that. Right. So I, I don't think much would have changed to be honest. We're just on a journey. Um, Rick, any thoughts as to the real reason behind the establishment's sudden willingness to uh, studying sudden willingness to countenance the lab leak theory? Consider maybe, or sudden willingness to counter the lab leak theory. 
I think he just means the media is suddenly totally open to talking about it when a, right. just a few weeks ago they were saying it's a conspiracy theory that should be banned. Have they caught wind of some new evidence about to come to light or, and so are scrambling to recast themselves as having been open-minded all along before the story breaks? I can't think of any other explanation. Perhaps. I mean, that's that's as feasible an explanation as any other. It is weird that the media coverage of it has changed so drastically when the facts available actually haven't that much. I can't think right. of any information that just came out other than the only brand new information is that there's some now uh, uh, declassified or disclosed U.S. intel about how early people at the Wuhan lab got sick in the fall of 2019. But we kind of, as far as I understand, we knew that already or at least had reports of that. This is just new, newly disclosed U.S. intel. Right. About it. So the information that's out has not drastically changed, but media openness to it has. So I do think it's fair to speculate. Uh, why? What? We just had an epitome moment. Did you know that countenance is also a verb to, that means uh, to admit as acceptable or possible? I have literally never used it that way. I've never heard it that way either. But M maybe I need to read more because he used that absolutely correctly. And yeah. It, to, it means to admit as acceptable or possible or feasible in the situation. Fairness to Rick. Huh, sorry, Rick. We dumbed down your very smart question with our idiot vocabularies. My apologies. Okay. Uh, yeah, but I think you're onto something that there's probably a reason they're doing this. That we should uh, think about why. Mm. Mm. All right. Okay, let's catch up with chat and we'll call it a night. Are you going to sit in silence uh, for a little while? Probably should. After oh, you after the, the show. Yeah, you sound uh, like shit. Yeah, it's getting a little rough. Um, we're good on uh, Tippy Stream. Slap Weasel. Uh, thanks for supporting over on Trovo. <laughs> and ETC again on DLive. Appreciate it. Uh, Jack DDSN. If you want bloat free recipes, go to Luke Smith's website, based.cooking. Uh, All right. Source and no ads or tracker. trackers. I'll look trackers. it up right now. Ben Riley. So you're lying in bed with your wife and suddenly get the urge to fart. Do you lift the covers and let out the side? Or do you give your sweetie a good old fashioned Dutch oven? You know, we were talking about asserting your dominance in a relationship. My husband would never lift that blanket. Never. <laughs> he, will, he will trap me under his fart blankets until the day I die. And so I submit as a wife. I don't do that. We don't we don't have any uh, fart based rituals in uh, in our relationship. But you fart in front of each other, right? No, not really. Nothing what intentional, at least. Can't say I've never done it, but it's definitely not intentional. But she's pregnant. How does she even hold those in? I don't know. She does a great job, though. I got to say, pregnancy farts are, they sound like a trumpet. Not here. They don't. They're unheard. Good woman. Yeah. <laughs> she must be going to the bathroom, being like. <laughs> <laughs> God, I'm going to divorce my husband. Um, Arthur Science. It was the New York Post that wrote the article, the Wuhan lab leak theory looks more credible than ever. Oh. That's what spawned all of them to... They always dump on the New York Post, though. Remember, the New York Post had the Hunter Biden story, and they banned it on Twitter and Facebook for a couple weeks. Right. Maybe the New York Post has been doing some good. Well, I just... If they really wanted to oppose it, they I think they could suppress that all they want. Like I said, they did it with Hunter. Why wouldn't they do it in this case? Yeah. Steven Suarez, anyone congratulate Mr. Floyd on one year of sobriety yet? Ayo. I, I Ayo. appreciated that joke. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, we're good. Wow, we're gonna we're gonna have an early night 
Fantastic. I'm I'm pretty much done, as you can probably tell from my voice. And now my <laughs> nose is starting to run. So somebody just said ping too, no farty fars. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's true. Thank you guys for whoops, that's the show intro, Welcome. not the show outro. Whoops. Let's try this. I can't even click buttons right. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Appreciate it. Uh, we will be back on Sunday, of course. Talk about all this. I got to talk about Chipman in front of the Senate hearing. It was insane. Yes. I got to talk about the shooting at George Floyd Square. It was good stuff. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? Um, I don't know. Oh, uh, a <laughs> couple cases of hoax hate. That'll be good. Including someone commandeering uh, Walmart's email. A system to email uh, welcome to Walmart N words, send it to a bunch of <laughs> anyway. See you later.